I thought you were doing uh, Lauren Hill there. Oh. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That works. Yeah. Let's get ready to do the Three yeah. Dudes podcast. Yeah. Three, dudes. three dudes plus one. Three dudes plus one. Three, three, what's up, what's up, bitch? <laughs> what's up, bitches? Uh, what's up, what's up, motherfuckers? We have a guest host, which what's we rarely have. What's up, bitches? So, I am Tyler, and I'm hosting today. Thank you. Oh, God. You are in. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound? Oh, oh, I don't know about this, guys. Oh, cowboy Curtis. <laughs> Not so rough. Uh, we also have another guest. We never have two guests, but we have this a stink bug in a, in a glass. Yes. Yeah, this oh, is, yeah, this is yeah. Jerry, too. The, the, <laughs> beyond gonna, Jerry Dome. I was going to call him Peter Stinklage, but. Ah, uh, they. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Peter Let's call it Peter Stinklage. Peter Stinklage. <laughs> Peter Stinklage it is. Say hi to the good people, Peter Stinklage. Hey, say hi. Uh, you bastard. Was, anyway, that was Peter. <laughs> he's uh, Right now, he's just kind of walking in circles. That may well be the very same stink bug that I flicked towards Ben. <laughs> What's that, Peter? What's that? Oh, oh, I'm sorry I can't hear you through that thick-walled glass, Peter. You're going to have to say that again. <laughs> That might be the same stink bug that I flicked in your general direction. General direction? General <laughs> direction. Call, uh, the last podcast, remember? Uh, it could be. We also, one of them died in this room since because uh, Christy yeah. got, got one. This one's his did. son. This one's he came for revenge and you just ended it. Yeah. Yes. This is Peter Stinklage the second. Thousands of years of evolution and he just it's ended it with this. a glass. <laughs> tipped it upside down. Yeah. Nature created this thing that is easy to capture in an overturned cup. It deserves <laughs> to die. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, so what's up, host? Yeah, oh, what's God. up, host? Yeah, host. Um, I was going to just lead into the whole thing you guys like to normally do, which is why we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that. We're not, yeah. Even, we're not even doing a warm-up. We're just getting right into no, it. Just, no, just dive. Just like, right into the just fucking. Like, we're just jamming that fist into the deep right end of into the pool. this podcast. Hashtag no foreplay. <laughs> dive face first in the deep end of the pool. We'll give a detailed analysis of why we're <laughs> fucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Well, as the uh, as the host, yeah, do do your thing, man. Uh, I I wasn't really prepared to start. Somebody else. <laughs> no, you you yeah, have you, to you, you have, have to pick who, someone. What are you starts. doing? Do you not listen to the show, Tyler? <laughs> For you and what do you do? Um, the um, who's your daddy right. and so, what does he do? Who's your daddy and what does he do? The uh, let's see, Mister mm. Chris Brady. Would you please start us off? Oh, uh, why are we <laughs> fucked? Yeah. How are um, you fucked? Why are we fucked? Okay, so we're fucked because, um, and this is something that's been ongoing for years. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, John Stewart was in front of Congress today, along with yes, um, uh, a the lot fourth of Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Was I like where actually, your head's at. Is that actually the name the, of the fourth Green yeah. Lantern? Yeah, he's the black one from Justice League. Okay. Uh, the, yes. Like the new Justice League. John Stewart. Yeah. No, not that, not that John Stewart. The <laughs> cop, the, old the, white guy. the fictional character who played the, the fourth iteration of the Green Lantern was not in front of Congress today. <laughs> but wouldn't that be so cool if he was? <laughs> yes. It would Maybe be. Get rid of him. It would be. Instead, no. uh, what I think is now an old Jewish farmer was yes. there instead. Yes. TV's John Stewart, who you mm. might remember from 
the TV's John Stewart show. <laughs> you might remember from TV's The Stewart. Faculty, starring Elijah Wood. Oh God! Wait, oh, was really? He, was he in that? He was a teacher. Yeah. Isn't that the one where all the oh, teachers like kill the yes. kids? And they had yeah, like, yeah, uh, like drugs inside their yeah. pens. There's okay. like an alien infestation. Yeah, they had the yeah. It's... TV's John Stewart, who you might remember from the 1997 Adam Sandler film Big Daddy. You <laughs> said TV's Jan Stewart. Jan Jan, Jan Stewart. Stewart. Jan Stewart. Stewart. No. He's a fabulous Jew, fabulous Jewish man of fantastic hair. Um, Jan Stewart. No, Jan John, Stewart. Uh, TV's John Stewart from The Daily Show, of course, uh-huh. uh, was in front of Congress. Uh, this is a, a, a testifying uh, for the 9-11 First Responders Relief yeah. Fund. He has been uh, at this for a long for time. For a very, a very, very long time. I'm not even going to make a clap-clap joke here. Yeah. Because uh, he has been uh, actively fighting for... Uh, the 9-11 first responders for a long time. And yeah. uh, early recommendation, if you haven't watched it yet, you should go uh, watch his testimony before Congress mm-hmm. um, as he's fighting to extend the 9-11 relief fund beyond the five years. They're, they're trying to cut it back. Which to, is insane to me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, the, the people who Our basically... It's a national disaster and they don't deserve like, yeah. the assistance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, but this is this is not new. This isn't like a celebrity comes out of the woodwork to you know what I mean. Yeah, right. lend credence to this thing. This is something that John Stewart has basically actively been fighting for mm-hmm. uh, since he retired uh, mm-hmm. from the Daily Show. Yeah, uh, and I think be, even before that, I think while he was at the Daily Show, yeah, it, it's something he's he's been pretty passionate about. Uh, mm-hmm. And he gave a uh, very uh, very very uh, tear jerking, <clears throat> impassioned speech uh, before what was basically uh, an empty congressional bench. There's uh, uh, about uh, a, a hundred or so or maybe more first responders behind him. And then in front of him is like 14 person, 14 it's congressmen. Yeah, it's just yeah. like who are part of this committee. Uh, and he basically starts his speech by saying, I can think of no better metaphor for uh, what we're trying to accomplish here than the the large group of people behind me and the basically nobody in front of me that I'm trying to plead my case to. Um so yeah. uh, we're we're fucked because we should probably be taking care of those guys, along with I don't know maybe like every uh, veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, Most of the people have tried to take care of our country. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you saw the um, you saw the uh, Go Army thing where uh, they asked on Twitter, uh, to, you know, to share your army experiences or what is what is being in the army done for you, and people fired back. Yeah, yeah right. With an awful lot of terrible, terrible stories, uh, being sexually assaulted, uh, yep. having having PTSD and not getting care for it, uh, mm-hmm. losing a limb and not not getting adequate care for it. Yeah. And some yeah, of it getting adequate to, care is the theme. Yeah. Some yeah. of it leads to like depression and even suicide. suicide. On some, some yeah. Listen, this is something my, my you guys know, our, our buddy Ross, friend of the podcast, uh, was mm-hmm. uh, retired Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that he he's uh, I, I don't know the exact number and I don't want to try and attempt to butcher it. Yeah. But something like half of of the, the people that were in his Morty. unit have committed suicide. Jesus. So it's God Almighty. So it's like it, it, it's a thing. That, yeah, like it's a thing that nobody's talking about. Of of suicides in this country, veterans are the fastest rising category. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by like an enormous margin. There's, yeah. Um, th- there's a large portion, to my understanding, of the, there's no reintegration into society once you come back from right. the military. For the most, for the most part, like you do get some stuff, I, to my understanding. But the it's easier than being like, a felon. Yeah, and you, um, like they they come back, and that's why a good portion of uh, homeless the homeless population is 
the, the, a lot, a lot right. of them are veterans. And that's really unfortunate because that means that we're not taking care of the people who fought to take exactly. care of the country. Yeah. I will never be a able we, to fathom what a that we is are. Like. Yeah. We are. Because it falls to it falls to initiatives like the Wounded Warrior Project and, and sure, various yeah. civilians initiatives. Correct. The responsibility should be the government's. Absolutely. Yes. But they don't want to shoulder that because once you're once you're done being useful to them, they toss you aside. Here's the thing is that the military is a very politically uh sort of like a, a wide reaching thing to get behind that that the people like. You know, being pro military is a thing that's vastly popular. Yeah. The the follow-up fucking sucks. Sure. Yeah. They they bungle this literally every time. Yeah. Yeah. They like I'll, to talk a big game about being for the troops and then not giving a shit after the fact because the you know acquiring the budget to do the whole job isn't politically yeah. popular. All you have to do all you have to do to know how much being in the military or being at war sucks is to read some stories, read some firsthand accounts. Mm-hmm. Literally everyone who's seen it will tell you it sucks. Yeah. Right. It's uh, it's sorry. We're communicating about paper over right. here. Really exciting, <laughs> uh, riveting stuff. But yeah, no, yeah. It's uh, I, I cannot imagine what it is to, especially as a young person. Yeah, but go somewhere and and live that life for a couple of years, and then try to come back and act like everything's normal. And sure. the, and now even more than that, to kind of bring it back to the to the original point, first responders in general, like like, especially in the past several years, there's been a lot of focus on cops. When's the last time you've seen like a big initiative for like, you know, for EMTs, like firefighters, EMTs, EMTs firefighters? First thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind for me is fire. Like you have to you have to defy every you have to defy millions of years of instinct in order to run into a burning fucking building right. yeah. or, or, you know, worst case scenario, a collapsing pair of skyscrapers. And it takes Jesus. a very certain type of person to yeah. be able to do that. That's yeah. and I know that I would never be able to do it. And I know yeah. people who have done it and currently yeah. do do it. One and of, it's mind blowing. I, yeah. This the guy guy I've known since since uh I was five and he was three uh is now a, a Canfield firefighter mm-hmm. uh following in his dad's footsteps. The the brass balls that, yeah. that it takes to 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 dedicate your life to something like that is just yeah. Unfathomable to me. I just, I, yeah, I, it defies comprehension. Some of them are not even paid to do it. Like there's out where yeah. I live, in Berlin, firefighters. Yeah, in, Ber- in Berlin yeah. Center, there are no fire. There, there's a there's a fire hall, but there are right. no actually paid firefighters. All volunteer. You, um, you are a volunteer, or you are selected to be this person. And there is a group of guys that are constantly there, available to be able to go help. Yeah. And uh, one of the kids who I graduated high school with, actually, I'm sorry, he was a year before me, but um, he was or is a volunteer fireman, and it was, it. he was active in it, and his dad was active in it, and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how they, like, they are able to, like, mentally or emotionally put up with that, because I, I probably know. personally would not be able to... Yeah, that's, uh, that's hard. That kind of that's thing. tough. It, it's tough. And then, uh, especially, like... These people who like basically uh, gave their lives to, uh, you know, try and fix the damage that was done to the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah, Like like the highest profile, most uh, disruptive national emergency of my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. How Um, do those dudes get forgotten about those men and women get forgotten about? Yeah. Mm. How does that happen? 
I don't, the, it's it's a money issue is, yeah. is, is the, the constant excuse. It's not We're popular not... to try and get more money out of people. Like, that's the sure. thing. Okay, and if I can be real specific, and maybe I'm just being an asshole here, but, like, that's the fucking, like, conservative thing of, like, don't tax me. Well, fucking, yeah. this is what the taxes are supposed to be for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then it's, there are things, like, when it comes down to you are taxing the poor to death. At certain points, mm-hmm. and sure. and I'm not I'm not saying that we shouldn't tax people because I think that like uh, you got to pay your need taxes to be, need yeah. to be appropriately um, like dispersed. Yeah, but, right. and I don't think that they are because for the most part, and from my understanding, after doing uh, working with a nonprofit organization for uh, my internship, mm. they, they it it seems like there's a massive pile of money that they put into the center and they're like, okay, everybody fight for it. Whatever you take is yours. Like that's pretty much yeah. like kind of what they yeah. put down. Yeah, and then. Um, and it, it, it leaves very little for certain organizations that are trying to do really good things. And then some that have extra pull or extra power or are already pretty big, they get another big sum at the like to, for, for their organization. Sure. And it's it's crazy, some of the stuff. And there's actually even now a new um, tax that's going to be coming out next year for uh, gas. They're going to be adding on an extra tax for gas and because you know yeah. gas is prices gas prices need to go higher. Sure. And yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking. I was actually talking about that with Alvin. Well, we haven't started any good wars lately. Yeah, I was talking yeah. about that with Alvin, and like the thing is, like the the gas tax is supposed to go to fix the roads, and he made a really good point, which is I don't care if the roads actually get fixed. Do you know what I mean? I don't have a problem paying a little bit more if it means that like the crumbling infrastructure in this country, yeah, okay. which is rapidly falling apart. Oh yeah, we're, we're in a huge mm-hmm. fucking yeah. Situation. In the next twenty years, we're gonna start to see bridges crumble in this it's country. Happening. Yeah, right. Um, like I don't have a problem as long as that gets fixed and yeah. it's not you know the, the funds aren't missing. I, I I'm aware of that. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like that's the thing. As long as the funds aren't misappropriated, which we all know that they're going to be. Yeah. Right. Um. You know, but uh, you know, aside from that, if if it actually gets if it's actually done correctly, I don't have I don't have a problem paying yeah. more. That's I don't have is, a problem. I want to feel good about it. I, I want to feel great about what my taxes are doing. That's right. not yeah. a crazy thing to want. No, right. it's really not. <laughs> I want to feel really good I was, about I was the fact really, that I'm paying into something good. I was really really happy seeing that that uh, library going up on um, on uh, uh, Mahoning. Uh, like a year or two ago. Yeah, the one that's oh, actually yeah. not too far from here. The one that's over on yeah. Shenley. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. One, yeah, it's not too far from the that's West Side Bowl. This is great. They got like a 3D printer program. Like you can like uh, do rent, they really? You yeah. can rent it's a, a 3D really printer modern, by the hour. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I was really happy awesome. to see that's it go up because I was like, hell yeah, rent a 3D printer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like anything you can design, you can take that file there yeah. and print it. I have this. I have this thumb drive from www.baddragon.com. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Do tell which model did you go with? <laughs> oh, I'm, well, I'm a Skyrim fan, so obviously the uh, the Parthenox, the Parthenox, double ended, the Parthenax Penetrator. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> this is a thing I didn't know existed until you guys told yeah. me, and I just I wish www.baddragon.com. <laughs> Do not go there. No, yeah, go there. At least, at least not in front of your kids. <laughs> Do it in <laughs> private. Unbelievable. But no, I, I just you know, like I said, early recommendation. Go listen to John Stewart give his testimony, and actually, you know what? Moreover, because <laughs> it's not just John Stewart who, who's there. There's there's first responders who yeah. were on the scene. At 9-11. Yeah. Um, who are dying. Yeah. Um, who gave their testimony before this uh, congressional committee of, like, nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, who are worth listening to too. Um, and the thing is, it's not just him. It's you should listen to those guys as well. It's about two hours worth of testimony, uh, and it's worth a watch. So, God, two decades later, these people still have to like go to Congress to beg to get taken care of. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's gets uh, pretty disgusting. So. Yeah, it is. Um, that's that's uh, that's maybe the first time in a long time that I've said uh, a reason that we're fucked that didn't involve some stupid. It's not like white they, guy first world problem it's, it's that not like I they have. Changed I mean, the I recipe mind. of my sandwich, or like, a, <laughs> or I couldn't get to work as fast as yeah, I wanted right. to. Or they're or... charging me more than a dollar for a, <laughs> a burger at McDonald's. <laughs> now that's serious. <laughs> that's that is serious stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mick, 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 double watch. I got I got hours on McDouble watch. We uh, could do I it know. all over again. Uh, so, so uh, which one of you would like to go next? No, Dave, that's not yeah. how that works. Okay, Tyler. I'm fine. I'm fucking it up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tyler. I'm hey, ruining hey, I, everything. Eat the mic a bit, by the way. Just, uh, you okay. know, just like a... Uh, oh, yeah. Not, not, like, oh, not yeah. like that. Not like that. <laughs> like, get, no, stop. Don't <laughs> do that. I wasn't sure uh, if I should be this close. No, not. just like about half, uh, uh, you know, like half yeah. a foot or something. Mm-hmm. Like, put, a, uh, yeah. put a fist between just, you and the microphone. Yeah, just like yeah. just like slouch a bit in your seat. That puts you at the fist the microphone. Oh my god, dude! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to you have to neg the microphone yeah, no. first to lower its self worth. Right. Shit. No. Um. So, <laughs> dude, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I respect you, microphone. You're a kind of microphone that doesn't care about its appearance, and I really respect that a lot. Oh, that's is this one of those really positive things, compliment. like Rick and Morty episode. What's that? Is this one of those positive things, like the positive re- reinforcement, uh, like that Rick no, and Morty episode? Negging is a is a no, no. I, I know what negging oh, is, oh. but you were trying to be positive. You're like, oh no, you're good. I like a- until he turned around and made it mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> subtly mean. Yeah. Well, that's how you pick up. That's how you get women to like right. you. Yes, as we all know, <laughs> you, ins- you insult them to their faces and assume they're too stupid to know that you're doing it. Those guys drive me bananas. <laughs> I don't know how the the people get away with that shit. You know, it's I would. I do know to, because I, people are stupid as fuck. But I, I'd be willing to bet they catch a fist every now and then. Oh, I'm sure. You know what? Yeah, mo- I think I think most women just get uncomfortable, don't know what to do, and don't want a confrontation. So they they just like. Politely go along with it and hope that the guy picks up that there she's not interested. Yeah, right. But unfortunately, that's that's just the way things are. Anyway, anyway, who is it? Who are you picking? Who are you, who are you picking? Win the game, boom. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Waiters. I mean, I can go next. Go. Get, all right. So waiters. Um, we're fucked fishing because waiters. people don't know how to teach their goddamn kids to have some fucking manners. And uh-huh. uh, yes. nowhere I is that more apparent than in a bowling alley. I don't know. Oh, yes. And I don't know if Brady, I don't think Brady was there for this. I, I, I did relay this to him and he knows probably where I'm going with this. Does that um, work? Yes. Nice. This did happen at work. Oh, and these Tales two, from the best buy. This, uh, these two eight-year-old kids, I'm assuming they're eight because they were just little. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they, were not, they were nowhere near 10 years old probably, but mm-hmm. the... Um, they were going through the gaming department and the toys. There's a toy aisle, and then there's the Nintendo aisle, PlayStation, and then Xbox there's aisle. A toy aisle? Yes. Now? now they have a toy aisle because whenever Toys R Us closed, everybody picked up the slack of Toys R Us. Sure. So we have a whole aisle dedicated to that shit. And one aisle. They How were sad. just 
picking up a toy and be like, this is really cool. Throw it on the floor. This is really cool. Throw it on the floor. Just no. like picking up stuff and just going around. And then one of the guys called on the radio. They're like, hey, can someone go grab some of that stuff in the toy aisle? And I and it's in front of my department. So I was like, I got it. It's OK. Yeah. And there were only two things in the aisle. So I, gra- I went over and grabbed them and I picked them up and I walked around the corner. And then there's like 12 more things just scattered about as I turned the corner. Oh I was God. like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And these two kids are just running through, smashing stuff, like playing with things. No. And um, they're just running around and having fun. And I was like, where the hell are these kids' parents? Would you ever but, as a kid have felt oh, comfortable no. just setting shit on the floor oh. as you went through? And it gets it gets so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm walking through and this uh, this lady comes up to me and I have like arms full of just cradling toys and stuffed animals and stuff that I've picked up at this point. And she goes, is there, a, uh, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, uh, sure. What can I do for you? Yeah. And she was like, I just, she was looking for something specific in the store and I pointed her in the right direction. I was like, I'm sorry, are these your kids? And she was like, no, they're not mine. Thank God. And uh, <laughs> so uh, she just walks away and then um, yeah, when, I, when another adult acknowledges it, you feel so yes. good. Yeah, we, right. um, <laughs> the, the, we have a workstation right near there where there's just a computer and that one of the kids runs over and starts smacking on the keyboard and he's just and he's oh, just key- met, wait, yeah, the keyboard the, the keyboard, keyboard. Yeah, our work keyboard that he's just like smacking away on it just hitting buttons and stuff and i'm just like oh my god so and i have i still have like this cradled full of stuff and they're just in back in the toy aisle now like they've just we got to make a second circuit dude oh. and uh no so and i stopped and i was like hey and then he just he was like i'm you, sorry sir you dad voice and him. oh i oh i dad voice the you shit gotta out dad of it. voice him and uh he, I was just like, you, both of you, when you take something off the shelf, put it back. <laughs> and he, he was like, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Oh we God. will. I'm sorry. And then he, they, they calmed down for a little bit. And then they stopped knocking things off the shelves. They cleaned everything up. And then they disappeared. And <laughs> I, think, hmm? I think that was a sneeze. <laughs> from upstairs. So, um, but they, uh, they disappeared. And I came to find out later that they were there with their grandfather who was getting their phone fixed. Yeah. And um, <laughs> whenever the grandfather was there, he left with one of the kids, left the other kid there because he fucking forgot about him. <laughs> no, shut up. And, uh, and then That's why you don't trust men with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> don't let grandpa take the kids anywhere or, or dad yeah. for that matter i was later told that the kid one kid was sprinting down the the parking lot to catch up with the car as they were starting to back out of the lot that may not and have been an accident I, no that wait let me okay uh was this was this a uh like a black family yes it was and that actually plays into what happened i was later i was gonna say because, because there's a little bit more to the story that that's I that's a that's a classic because a white a white family oh they're so cute Oh, like, I see. This is the no nonsense. Like, I will leave you. No, here. I'm gonna fucking leave your ass yeah. here if you fuck around. That's yeah. what that. Uh, that's why I asked. That's yeah. like it's, parenting it's not, judo. Yeah, not, right. Yeah, the, there it, it got a little bit crazier because, and I witnessed uh, probably the death of this child yeah. because they came back, like they weren't done. They came fucking back to the store. Yeah, and uh, the kid and the, oh, by the way, before when they were both there, they the, both the children were asking like, "Do you have Pokemon cards? Can I trade? Like, can can you trade me Pokemon cards?" I was like, "Dude, I'm, I'm at work." And also, no, my Pokemon cards are at home in the binder where they fucking should be. And uh, <laughs> right, right. you little animal. Yeah. He just pulls out this like stack of Pokemon no. cards, and I was like, "You no. third grader, like a rubber and, banded yeah. stack yeah. of cards." And What's there was, wrong and with you? I, this is actually kind of important. There was one, uh, like those mini packs that you get for like three bucks yeah. at the store as a kid. Yeah, uh, there was one mini pack of Pokemon cards, and I had it. Like they asked me if they had, if we had more, and I said, "No, this is the only pack I have." Hung it back on the peg hook 
I knew there was one because I looked up the inventory for it. And uh, but you said no. Now I said this is the only one I, we got, oh, and okay. I and I hung it back up there because these kids aren't going to buy it. Yeah. And uh, they left, and then uh, the one one of the two kids came back later on, and they were he was with either his that same grandparent or uh, the, but there was a, a mom and a dad with him, or the mom and the dad, or I don't know who. It's a man and a woman with the kid, and he went, came back into gaming. And he came over to me, and he he specifically clear like clarified that like excuse me, sir. And he was like, I'm sorry about earlier, but I, I don't want you to think I'm stealing or anything. These are all my Pokemon cards that I had. And I was like, okay, I didn't, but now I do. Now I do, right? <laughs> and, uh, so uh, right, that's a guilty yeah. kid thing of yeah. like they can't just do the crime; they have to like preemptively make sure you know they didn't yeah. do it. Right. And I just happened to be wandering around the store over into home theater, and that's where the parents were, uh, yeah. and they were buying a TV. And I happened to walk back in the corner, and I was like, "Oh, this is—it's truck night. Let's see what we got." And I'm, yeah. I'm walking past all the pallets, and I was like, "Oh, what's this? Oh, a fucking Pokemon wrapper, huh?" And like the the wrapper for that mini pack, and I was like, "This this had to be this, this kid." Fucking kid. And so I walk back didn't over. Why did I do that as a kid? It's so easy. I know. Yeah, and, right. Well, I I walk back <laughs> over. Right. I walk back Super over to the kid, but no, this this got really bad. I walk back over to the kid and Shelly, who is one of the supervisors, oh, yeah. was there. Oh yeah, she and she uh, she took no shit. Uh, and, yeah, I would uh, say she so would, she had taken shit from anybody. There's there's also these um, these big boxes that we have, and it's a plastic cover, and you get like a foil card in the middle. There's actually like two or three foil yeah, cards yeah. in there, and um, they called out on the radio like, "Hey, I'm watching this kid, and I think he's trying to open up this this box." And so she grabs oh, the bo- she comes over like grabs the box from him like while he's like trying to like subtly do this. And he was actually trying to open it. And she goes, <laughs> she, she snatches the box from his hand. She goes, you were trying to open this, weren't you? And he goes, no, 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 no. And <laughs> that, she goes, yeah, right. she As- goes, look up there. And she points up into the ceiling. And she goes, see that little black circle right there, a little half sphere? That is a camera. And we were watching you do it. Now let's go see your parents. And she walked him over there and held the box in her hand. And she looks at him and she goes, excuse me, you two. I just I don't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to let you know that your your son or your grandson here was um, trying to open this. And this is why it's ripped right now. And he was trying to take the card out of this. And. Um, the child is currently oh, on like a that, flow on a river, never to be seen again. <laughs> well, the look that she gave him was like that when there are no people around. Oh yeah, you are you're, going you're to die. die. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh my god, it was it, it was very satisfying to see, but it's just like I. You, you all know that, that look. It, oh yeah. Oh, oh I know yeah. the look. Yes. Uh, they didn't really wait for people to <laughs> yes. not be around. Oh no, but, I wouldn't. I, um, my grandma, my grandma wouldn't have done that either. <laughs> I, I've never had kids. And I probably won't, but if I did, I feel like that's the opportunity you have to show those people, oh, no, I take this very, very seriously. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there was there was a vacation that they were apparently taking based on what she started yelling. She started screaming at this kid. Oh, and there, there was a vacation that they were apparently planning to take this summer. He's not going on. Guess who's going? Yeah. Yeah. He's not going yeah. And, Someone's uh, gonna be at home we, reading books. We thought that we like so we we I didn't realize it was probably him with the rapper and until yeah. later. And then also uh, we happened to be going through gaming to line everything up at the end of the night. Here, he had actually opened another one and taken the, the foil card out of it. He, We just caught him before he finished the second one. No we shit. thought that it was the first, and we're just like, oh, if he comes back in here, I'm going to rip him to fucking pieces. Yeah. And this kid's yeah. not going on any vacations, no. <laughs> ever. He's not going to have legs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so no, that, no, that's no. why we're fucked, because people don't 
know how to teach their kids to be reasonable yeah. human beings. You know well, what? you it know seems, what? It seems like they were trying. It, you know what? It sounds it sounds like I think he's going to learn his lesson. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is, oh, he fucking better. Yeah, right. <laughs> you sort of sometimes you have no way to learn except that you fucked up and Through, you're yeah. going to be shown how hard you fucked Through up. Through blunt force emotional trauma. <laughs> blunt force. <laughs> Aggressive trauma. Yeah. I don't know. I it's, think I've told the story on the podcast before. My, my grandmother once chased me down the street <laughs> with a broom. With a flip flop. Because I... <laughs> I swore at her when I was four years old. That's old school. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get, I get whapped on the butt with the broom all the way down the street. My grandma's not spry. She yeah. was not, you know. So. Yeah. But you learn. You kind of you learn your lesson. Yeah. Sometimes and then you whenever, have to learn that way. After you Did, get embarrassed in front of the neighbors, I don't, I don't know about any of the viewers. No shoes. It's it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's actually, I don't know about any of the listeners, but did anyone ever uh, get like that? You get the, the the beating that you are expected to get, and then whenever you break down as a kid, it's like I'll give you something more to cry about. You gonna keep making noise like that? Right. Kind of that, like, that was the I, shit yeah, that we I got. Shit like that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm not an advocate for that shit, but I recognize it, and uh, it's kind of on some level, it's like, what's worse? Yeah. It's like, a little you, bit cathartic. You know, like what what is worse? Do you really want to raise your kid in a world where they don't perceive consequences to how right. they act? I'm not saying you got to beat the shit out of no, your kids, but you no. certainly have to scare your children. You have to scare your kids. At yeah, some you, point. you gotta you gotta put the fear of God. You gotta remind them that authority exists for a reason, and yeah. that if you Correct. defy authority, there are consequences. Yeah. Right. For me, those consequences only went as far as I'm gonna go downstairs and tell your father who is napping on the couch, <laughs> and then he's gonna come up here. <laughs> yeah, I, you, the, don't the, 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 yeah. you don't want to deal with bad. You don't want to deal with yeah, yeah. The threat of dad was always imminent, yeah, and right. whenever that was given out. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Like, I remember. It. I remember one time I, I let it go so far as to her like going downstairs to wake my dad up, and I remember he came up to the talk, second floor of the steps, and I was sitting on the couch, and he just gave me this look like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even have to do anything. He just, yeah. I just got this look like, "Are you really? You really want to do this right he now?" Probably, he went down the I'm hallway. Sorry. You went down the hallway spanking yourself yeah. and locked yourself <laughs> in the bedroom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what did I tell you about slamming so, the doors? I am not. Yeah, we're no. <laughs> spanking yourself. I, spanking yourself and shouting, Daddy. He didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, Daddy, no. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> what have I done? What gets better with age? Daddy's belt. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh Jesus! It's a you ever you ever see you ever see the one where it says uh, uh, "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." Versus "Sorry, Daddy, I've been naughty." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's that's amazing. Uh, oh God! So, 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 thank. All right, what you got Saw, going dude. on over there? I'll tell you why I'm fucked, and yeah, this is an old one. Shoe? McDoubles are <laughs> the McDonald's McDouble is a full fifty cents more expensive watch. than it was two years ago. And they put bacon bomb, on bomb. it, which I didn't care for. <laughs> um, God. the McDouble. If McDonald's can adjust for inflation and minimum wage can't, you know we live in a broken society. What are we uh, talking about this lesser franchise for? Where we could be talking about how they ruined the chicken bacon and Swiss. The chicken yeah. bacon and Swiss. I I could talk about that for days. I could talk about Panera killing off the Italian combo sandwich for days. Uh, what they killed. 
Yes, they did. They hold on. Have we not talked about I, this? I haven't been to Panera in a the minute. Panera chicken sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> the Italian combo sandwich <laughs> or, was a perfect creation. Combo sandwich. Watch. Yeah. It had it had salami, ham, roast beef. It had uh, cheese, uh, lettuce, tomato, onion, and and, and they had a dressing. sauce that they put on it. It was yeah. it was sort of like a uh, like a, a spicy mustard kind of thing. Oh, I'm not really sure. That sounds delicious. It was incredible. Absolutely delightful. Is you this know what actually, they replaced it with? Is this actually why you're fucked? No. <laughs> no. This is, no, no, no. This is you not, started it. No, I didn't. He, no, I started it. I actually started I, I did it. But yeah. go ahead. So what happened is they replaced that with an Italian sandwich that has arugula on it. Arugula. The least Italian of all of all <laughs> it has arugula on sandwiches. It's herbed cream cheese base, and it has no, like it has pepperoni and salami, and that's it. Maybe <laughs> no, no. It has. Um, it no. has jardinera on it, which I would like to like, but I don't. <laughs> no, like the thing is, you don't just do. You gotta have the ham on there to balance out the, the like the the, the whole thing. The so really Italian. Perfect. You can do like one of those. You can do like prosciutto. Yeah. You can do salami. You, you know want, what I mean? You want to know what took the Italian combo sandwich over the top? What? A single pepperoncini. Oh, dude. <laughs> the, those little vinegar, the little, the little the vinegar, vinegar peppers. I could scream about this forever, but I'm not going to. So, what is your fucked? <laughs> I'm fucked. What is your fucked? <laughs> what is my fucked? I will tell you what my fucked is. Uh, so, a long time ago, we talked about um, people don't run their goddamn updates, right? Yeah. And that was a thing. Yeah. And uh, I know that. Yes. And I ben, know that feel. You had me thinking about this the other day because we were just talking about the infinite blue exploit that was, is, it's what enabled WannaCry, that, uh, that yeah. software that locked up the NHS system in England and, and a whole bunch of hospitals all over Europe. And, and, and now, currently, is holding the city of Baltimore hostage to the tune of millions oh, of dollars right. they've lost. I did hear about this. They, they they have already spent orders of magnitude more money trying to fix this than they would have spent just paying the ransomers. Right. Which is hysterical. But the thing is, you can't pay ransomers. I get it. No, you can't. You, know, you don't you can't negotiate with shit. terrorists. Right, exactly. Right. We don't negotiate, and oh. we certainly don't fucking pay them for the pleasure of being terrorists. Right. Um. So... Although it must be really lucrative to be a terrorist. Oh, it's got to be so good. Yeah, they you make get, way more than like I do. A, like a cyber, <laughs> not, not, not like a like a terrorist terrorist, not like, like a cyber a, terrorist, not like a bomb oh, in oh, hand. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Not the like amount, a, the not, amount of people. Not like who are oh, dumb I'm gonna enough. blow up this Taco Bell. No. Like, <laughs> why, <laughs> why would you pick a Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> the amount no, of people though you? that are okay, dumb enough to pay terrorists off, like, I mean, cyber terrorists, not Taco Bell terrorists. But the last time I blew up a Taco Bell was after their dollar menu. Hey, them Taco Bell terrorists. <laughs> and uh, so, like, the amount of people, though, like, especially in the elderly community that don't understand technology, like, oh, yeah. the, amount, the amount of people that will pay off well, yeah. those individuals. They see that and they go, oh, the, I got to pay yeah. a license. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I have to pay a fee for this or and this in $2,000 in yeah. iTunes gift cards, which is not a thing anymore. But anyways, the, like. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh my god. So, so yeah, this there's there's uh so this is this is a scam that has been going for a long time. The wanna cry thing and the the infinite blue exploit have been around a long time. And I've been saying for a while, you, you idiots just update your computer. Right. Right? The end. So <laughs> the end. So recently I decided to look into what Windows updates were installed on my PC to make Ooh. sure I am compliant. Uh-huh. Guess what? This guy hasn't had a Windows update since 2015. Oh, no. Yup. So, for the last son of a bitch. year and a half that WannaCry was well known and that uh, and even longer <laughs> that Infinite Blue was a known exploit, 
I have been sitting around with a thumb up my asshole, not doing anything about it. Wow. How's that's just, that? That's about the equivalent of two thumbs. Uh, well, it's, oh, it's, it's your whole hand. Two well, thumbs in the pooper. That you gave your gas. You have been paying more attention to your PC ever since you discovered that you were using only one channel of your RAM. Yes, yes exactly. Well, not my RAM, my video card. Your video card. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I had it in a 16, you know, your PCI slot, but uh, the, if you put this this card in the other slot, the 32 slot. Right. So what it does yeah. is it gives your video card access to all 16 channels. Correct. More bandwidth. Which I haven't been doing for years. <laughs> hadn't since that I That would explain the why oof. the Bioshock Infinite playlist crashed so much. Might have been. Yep. Big part oof. of it. But can it run Crisis? Ah, I don't know. It, it can actually, actually, I think it can. Actually, I think it can. <laughs> the <laughs> oldest what question. It, but it ran it, Crisis 2 or whatever. What it can't do is make Crisis a good game. No. <laughs> crisis 2, on the other hand, was fantastic. Crisis is a modern the graphics first crisis. struggle to make Crisis a good game. Yeah, yeah, crisis. The first crisis blew. The second crisis was amazing. So let me uh, wrap up my why I'm fucked by saying this. One, I did four years of security <laughs> updates. <laughs> it was hundreds of megabytes. One uh, uh, entire uh, hundreds of megabytes. It was, it was Seventy or eighty updates. I'm not even kidding you. Whoa. It was like an insane amount. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to restart my computer three times because <laughs> uh, it would like install and then restart, and then I have to install more. But we um, have four surface patches for you. Cortana, <laughs> Cortana reactivates herself to say, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so I did all those updates. And also, and this is maybe sort of a side recommendation. I got rid of BitDefender. I got rid of BitDefender because I didn't like the way it was handling every website I attempted to visit. Oh, I love I love BitDefender. It constantly blocked nearly everything I tried to access access due to like a uh, like a, secu- uh, a uh, what you call it, a certificate issue. So it would say this site is deemed unsafe, and it's like, uh, no, it isn't. This is a this is a very well done. <laughs> this is my bank. I trust it. Let me I've know. I've never had the problem with Bitdefender. <laughs> Something local to my machine. I don't understand. Okay, it. okay. But either way, I couldn't fix it, so I removed Bitdefender. What I replaced it with was something called Windows uh, Microsoft Security Essentials. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Windows, which def- is a win- lower end. Uh, lower end. But doesn't it have still, a web defender. Still does its job. Right. I, yeah. I feel more comfortable. You with don't it. need a web defender as long as you have an ad blocker and aren't stupid. Correct. Nine times out of ten. Like, yeah. honestly, just a general security sweep kind of thing with like general WebRoot. Security sweep? General, general security, security sweep. I used to use ABG, so, but it took up too much memory. Yeah. I used Bitdefender, but I had this issue. I switched to Security Essentials today. Well, as long as you don't use McAfee, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, honestly, I'm of the firm opinion that they build viruses to bother your computer. Yeah, so even, even yeah. John McAfee. No, knowing, hates, John, yeah, knowing John McAfee, he's like, ashamed that's of it. He not beyond. He doesn't want his name on it. He really doesn't. No. Um, yeah, Didn't no. Did he also at, get arrested recently? Yeah, that's true. I did. No, 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 no. Uh, he came on Twitter and said and oh, said that wasn't true. Me. <laughs> you oh. asked me. Um, Didn't you get arrested recently? And I said, Yeah, definitely. No. There was there was yeah, a rumor. Like, there was a rumor was going. Me. That's why I'm really fucked. I was arrested <laughs> for trafficking heroin. <laughs> No, there job. was there was a rumor going around for a minute that he was in federal custody, but that turned out to not be true. He's, oh. He was actually just intentionally dropping off the radar and said as much on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he pops up basically every month or so to remind you that he's running for president and you should buy cryptocurrency and that he's also out of his fucking nut. Yeah, <laughs> right. he shows up every once in a while to buy thousands of dollars of cocaine and hookers. <laughs> And then go back to the small, basically military fortress he runs in South America. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Which is a true story. Yeah. It's a true story. It's an episode of Goose Chase it's on it. Pharmaceutical empire with his <laughs> underage wife. 
live-in wife. Uh, yeah, so many weird. girlfriends. Many yes. girlfriends. Several girlfriends. So, Ben. Oh, they also... I'm sorry. Before we go off of this, he had, he had a poop fetish. They made it pretty clear. Wait, really? Yeah. He would like... <laughs> How long have you He would have his girlfriend sit on this like hammock-like thing, and he cut out a hole where their butts oh, were, and then he would no. like be under the hammock when they pooped. That's Fantastic. <laughs> How it's long have you all been hot, eating right? poop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rad. Oh, John McAfee. Never. What a, do, having the balls to do the stuff that we all want to do. <laughs> John McAfee is living his absolute best life. Mercenary poop fetishist computer programmer. Anyways. So he's living I'm, a shitty life. I'm sorry to uh, to take away from, uh, from what is Ben's why we're fucked. Uh, it's Ben. It's me. <laughs> I, I'm fucked because I have a new addiction. It's an addiction I come back to every once in a while. Sitting every- under a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> having strange South American women poop on me. I come back to it every once in a while when I'm down in South America. <laughs> New independent movie being John McAfee. <laughs> McAfee, McAfee. McAfee, McAfee. McAfee, McAfee. 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 No, so it... Um, no, so uh, I come back to this maybe once a year, and it's when I it's when I start to miss Counter Strike because I feel like a part of me hates myself and wants to inflict great pain on my soul. <laughs> um, Same. But when I when I do miss Counter Strike, I try to stave off the addiction by going to the Steam forums, and specifically, there's a Steam forum devoted entirely to VAC Valve Anti Cheat. Oh yeah, um, which works by identifying known cheat signatures and flagging your account, and after a delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is is random in duration. It could be a couple days. It could be a week or two. Uh, it will ban you permanently mm-hmm. with no recourse. Uh, if if uh, your account was being used on a computer with cheats on a VAC secured server, pretty easy to avoid. Okay, you, you get two factor on your account. Don't let anyone else in. Don't fucking cheat at Counter Strike. Yeah, the VAC forum. Is supposed to be for discussing the mechanics and and uh, uh, you know any if yeah. if a vac error comes up, which isn't the same as a vac ban. Is you it, know, is it just people begging? It's people begging. <laughs> it's of course, people, of course it is. And I, 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 I almost get sweet, off on this sweet shit. Cheater tears. Uh, it's well because like please cause, let us do this. <laughs> please let us ruin your game. Yeah, because because the thing is. Only a handful of people, the very, very rare person who actually admits to having cheated. It's like you almost feel sorry for him. Yeah. But also, you know, VAC bans are permanent. It says so when you go to the server. This server is VAC secured. Cheating will result in a permanent ban. Is there any such thing as a known false positive? It is, and the system corrects for it. Why is the dog freaking out? Shut up, dog. God damn it. Uh, sorry. Um, there, there are false positives. They're exceedingly rare because, again, VAC detects known cheat signatures. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in the very rare event that it's found to be a false positive, the system automatically reverses it in about a week. Okay. And then it's removed from your from your profile. Uh, VAC bans older than seven years don't show oh. up in your Steam profile, but they're there forever. Stays okay. longer than a freaking... Credit score check. Like, what the yeah, right. hell? Yeah. yeah, right. Valve, like, wants to bury you in this. If you, if you, if you get caught cheating, they, they take will get very seriously. They, yeah, they have a zero-tolerance policy, and good for them, because Counter-Strike is free to play now. Is oh, it? Yeah. It is. Yeah, Counter-Strike. I have, like, Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike Go. Like, I have multiple versions, and yeah. I don't play it enough. If, if, you, if you bought CSGO, you automatically have CSGO Prime. Yes. Um, uh, and if you so can still pay... Videos? You, you can still pay for the prime version. The idea is that so like cheaters will be in the free version and 
uh, uh, legit players will be in the Prime version. Okay. Of course, people still cheat in Prime, so they also have a thing called Trust Factor, where... Um, the amount of effort required. Yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Who wants to the, cheat at a game? Who wants yeah, to do that? Someone who's also someone fairly with, old, too, at this point. Someone with low self-esteem. I don't understand. I don't, I'm way more comfortable not playing than cheating to feel good about myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, again, it's people with low self-esteem. It, it's, it's largely, I think, young people. I think it's also people from from poorer parts of the world. A lot of a lot of people on the Vacban forums who are begging to come back. A lot of them don't obviously speak English as their first language. Okay, but, but I love why I love their tears anyway. <laughs> what, what do you, I bathe in it? What do you yeah. What do you suppose? What do you think the most common excuse is about why cheats are detected on someone's account? My account was hacked. Someone else was using my machine. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the two most common by far. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, I I let my friend use my account and he downloaded yeah. hacks. Or my my little <laughs> brother got on when I when I didn't know. Or, or um, right. you know, I I was I was running uh, such and such <clears throat> program that has nothing to do. It doesn't hook into CS:GO at all. And I love watching it. And every every time I hope I I hope against hope. And sometimes I get rewarded for it. That uh, that the person will just devolve. And will and will start lashing out at everyone because that's my favorite. It has to be great, like a full on meltdown. <laughs> a full on meltdown. Oh, it has to be so good. Uh, full on, like like cussing at all, all the all curse words on the Steam forums get censored out with hearts. Uh, <laughs> right. Full full on cussing and and it's accusing, a paragraph of hearts. <laughs> yeah, accusing Valve of of you know trying to extort money from them by forcing them to buy the game again, and which like. I, like yo, I've been on Steam for fifteen years. I have the badge mm. to prove it. Yeah, it's the easiest thing in the world to not get banned for cheating. <laughs> Wait, so that's interesting. So if if you trigger a vac ban, you are your account, your Steam account, and You're all marked. your purchases. No, no, no. You can still play all your games. Okay. You can't play on any VAC secured servers. You can't rank up in CS:GO because matchmaking is VAC secured by default. Okay. Uh, so anything you wanted to play multiplayer, you, if you already own it, you'd have to make a yes. new account and buy it again. Doesn't that yeah. defeat the whole purpose of a competitive game? It does. I mean, why? It, it does, but so you, does doping in sports. <laughs> well, I, I see. I disagree with that. I think I think you should let everybody dope in sports. <laughs> well, true story. Because because you know those I'm people not totally against that. Because at least HGH. Because those people need to fucking heal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. I mean, we just we just flick that arm back is, into place. You, if you had a say, like something that uh, enhanced not just your healing but your overall performance to a disgusting degree, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really want everyone doing that, especially if it was dangerous to them. I'm talking about not not like <laughs> animal, I'm talking about HDH. Right, right. The thing sure. that the th- the thing that will make your body heal in a freakish amount of time. Yeah, because football players get fucked and they have no insurance. Sure. Mm-hmm. The 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 trouble is though. That at the end of the day, if everyone's still on an even pl- even playing field, that's still a test of skill. Sure. If you if you bring aim bots or wall hacks into the equation, mm-hmm. it, it's not a question of skill at that point. Yeah. It's not a question of of who's better at the game. It's a question of who's using cheats. And and the if, real thing is, if you want to if you want to cheat, have a fucking burner throwaway account you don't care about. If right. you lose, a lot. Of, if you lose your whole account, that's on you. You know what? There is a there is a thing in CS:GO. Hacker versus hacker servers. It's they're unsecured. People will make a free account, yeah, get the free version of CS:GO, and just play in these servers with all the hacks they want to. That's fun. The trouble is, 
If the thing is still on your computer and you log in and go into a Vax secured server on your main account, it will get banned and you <laughs> have to be aware of it. Yeah, right. It, you know, ignorance is no excuse because Valve takes a very hard line and a, and a very strong policy on on cheaters. Yeah. But I, I love so much going in, seeing people making excuses and being like, yeah, you're not helping me. Fuck off. I, I, I want a Valve employee to talk to me. <laughs> you know, it's a user form. There's no Valve employees. see your manager. I want to right. see Gabe Newell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like to speak to Gabe Newell. I want to talk to Gaben and I want him to undo my ban. I was, I, it, was my, it was my dog. <laughs> I have worshipped Gaben for many years and I demand this miracle. Yeah, so I'm, I'm fucked because this addiction. I want to speak to Gabe God. <laughs> <laughs> this vac forum addiction is ultimately going to end with me getting back into CSGO, and I don't want that to happen because CSGO sucks. Yeah. I know Counter-Strike has always sucked, but I love playing it. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. It's just it's not something for people who like themselves. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's too nah, difficult. I can, uh, I can attest to that. It's too frustrating. <laughs> Um, all right, let's. I think uh, you've had about the longest opening segment yeah, in all time. Thanks a lot, Tyler. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thanks fucked for it up. moving it along. No, so we spent a good fifty minutes just. Uh, oh chatting. my god, did 40, we really? Forty-eight minutes. Of Holy like fucking moly! <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow, this is gonna be a long one. I love that. I think that's great. All right, all right. I think we had a. And let's do it by iTunes for and me. Google Play. Just, you know, for me. That's all right. Well, it'll be a long episode this week then. It's fine. Thanks Fuck a lot, it. Tyler. Morty. So why don't? Take a break, and we'll be back in a minute with the main segment for the episode. Smoking and drinking. Absolutely yeah. not. Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Hey, yeah. Uh, you can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. <laughs> We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm-hmm. So give us a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give, give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorship. Please give us a hug. Give us that money. So stupid! Oh damn it! I was hoping to get some of that. Oh well, I'm sorry. Beast. I saw. I saw. I was walking around and I saw Crooked Tyler Hawkins, and and he was enjoying the dollar fifty McDouble, which we all know is the inferior McDouble. I'm sorry. They, they got rid of the good McDouble, and now it's gone. It's, it's gone, folks. It's fucking. It's, nobody is talking about this, and nobody's talking about. Talking about no one is talking about what they did to the chicken bacon in Swiss. <laughs> and I saw Crooked Tyler. Crooked. I, I plead guilty. I'm I sorry. saw Crooked Tyler Hawkins walking around eating it with the tomato on the artisan bun. Okay, that wasn't me. And it's almost and Cosby. He didn't, and he didn't even. It is almost Cosby. He didn't even get the curly fries. And this, no. I thought, not so good. It wasn't not so good. This, I thought, not so good. That's a that's it, a big one. It wasn't Cosby because he wasn't like zippy the zop, boop the bop, like no, right. zippy zop, zippy bop. <laughs> I no, okay. Now it's. Oh, Rudy. With the bacon was with the tomato and the lettuce and the fillings and the dressings. I said, I'm trying to wait home and I said to Theo, I said, Theo. I said, Theo. Theo. Rudy. Rudy. I said, Rudy. I don't know. What is happening? All those women We're just spiraling out of control. <laughs> I love, I love the Trump impression. Uh, it's so much fun to do. The thing is, it's gotten better as America has figured out exactly what it is that makes his weird yeah. 
It's my so, character. Yeah. I'm the trash man. <laughs> you, you, gotta, oh, man. You, narrow your, you narrow your lips into a circle, right? You narrow, you narrow you your lips into a circle. You narrow your lips into a circle. You try, you try not to do the like the Stephen Colbert thing. The you narrow your lips into a circle. Get real low and chewy. Do that real. The new, you got to throw the New York accent and. I find it helps a little bit to put your teeth, yeah. your front teeth, put your front teeth up and put your teeth give yourself yeah. an underbite a little yeah. bit whenever you do it. underbite. Oh, yeah, that helps. I, I, I don't think I'm ever going to get the Trump impression there's, right. It's, it's hard. <laughs> it's a tough one. There's, there's different, like, right whenever, um, on a random side note for, like, voice work and stuff like that, whenever yeah. you... Um, there are different ways to arch your mouth, which sounds yeah. really weird. Like you can arch the front and the back, and uh, oh, you mean like the upper palate, yeah, like yeah, the physically upper, the, sort of in the, in the center between the two between your row of teeth. There is like the there's the front and the, and, and then I, that the was back. pretty close. To like, it. Yeah, I can't um, flex my skull. Like if you if <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's it's a muscle inside between the mouth. It's, it's the goop that makes your mouth up. Yeah, yeah. and so I saw Crooked Tyler, and he was manipulating <laughs> he was manipulating the goop in his mouth, and I thought I thought to myself, <laughs> this is what's wrong with this country. I thought I I, I you know. <laughs> We should we should get we should take him out in the street and just shoot him. Take him out in the middle of the street, shoot just, him. I don't just, give a shit. Yeah. Gotta give a fuck. Give a fuck. Make a rules oh, for twenty. Blaze it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Perfect timing. So, yes. Well, don't look at me. You're, you're hosting. What are you <laughs> oh, doing? God. Oh God. No. Oh, oh God. Jesus. There's there's narwhal here. Yeah. Um, narwhals. Narwhals swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion. <laughs> and this, I think, <laughs> not, so, not so good. Not so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, these are some bad, bad hombres. I'm drinking a no. <laughs> these bad hombres with a horn built into their head. I, yeah. th- I, dangerous. <laughs> I think these are dangerous. I say lock them up, throw them away, put them in jail. Get rid of them. Get rid of Get him the hell out of here. Get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Say, get except him. for all the communism, Hemingway was a great American. He would take care of this narwhal problem. No, no problemo. I think the other thing is you got to get some. I'm sorry for my communist language. You got to get. <laughs> you got to work some spit in your mouth. You got to yeah. get, get real get, clicky. Keep your mouth a little bit moist. You, get, get, you know, get, get, get nice really, and clicky. Really lather it up. <laughs> I was keep it nice and moist in yeah, there. You got to keep it damp. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what do you what do you got there? So, Postman. I Postman. unfortunately did not have a game to play. That's okay. Uh, not, I, a, not a requirement. I, I had, like, I did have a very, a fairly brief uh, random fact of the day. Like, a couple random facts, actually. I would like to okay. know what those um, are. Which does lead a little bit into uh, the topic that oh, I had sweet. picked. Sweet. Cool. So, uh, before, before, I'm sorry, I, I know I just, like, was a huge dick to you about. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> We're never going to um, get there. No, I was just going to say, uh, we are going to table the, uh, and Ben, I think at the end of this podcast, yeah. you should reveal what your debate topic is. We are yes. going to table the three dudes debate uh, for the next time when I host and we don't have a guest. Sorry, um, I fucked it up. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. No, we, thing, no, Dave and I fucked it up. We, we, we didn't do a lick of research. I, I was told. There, yes. There's been, a, there's been a lot of shit going on on my end and no, I, it's okay. it slipped my mind. The thing is, it, it, it's not going to require a ton of preparation. It's just the, the, the other people need to know what your topic is so they know how to, kind of yeah. what they're getting into. Anticipate it. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. But go ahead, Tyler. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, it was, it was, uh, like I had told you guys before we were talking about the history, like of, of video games and stuff like that. Like I, yes. I'm a, yes. a big fan of, Sweet. of that, uh, the beginnings of it and where it came from. Do you guys know much about like the history of video games? I, and where a it really little started? Bit. I'd like to think I know a bit. A I love bit. where this is going, by the way. So, um, in, uh, 
Pong was the first popularized game. It's However, Atari's oh, big yeah. hit. Pong was stolen. Yeah, well, they so, had tabletop. Oh, uh, I did not know that. This was this was way before Pong, um, and I and I have to actually look up the year in a second here. But legends um, say there was a sport called tennis, yes. and tennis <laughs> tennis is where I'm going because tennis for two was the very first video game that had ever been created, oh. and it was created out of sheer boredom. No and that's, way. Uh, tennis for two was made by William Higginbotham was his name, and he was a scientist who had actually, if I remember <laughs> he correctly... sounded like a scientist. Uh, he was a physicist, and it was made using an oscilloscope, like the, the ones that you see the Holy waves on. Holy shit, everything. really? That was all that it was used with. And That's uh, crazy. It was, it was made in 1958, and every week they would get together, him and a, a, a bunch of his friends in the area, they would get together as scientists, and they would show off their newest invention. Like, they would just make <laughs> stuff once oh, a that's week. that's fucking rad. I'm not sure if you're being facetious. No, I'm not. I'm not. Whoa. This is really? That. That's awesome. I'm I would love to know what the other ideas were. I'm, a, I'm aware of the fact that it, I sound like I'm fucking around most no, no, of the no, time. I, I, can usually, I can usually tell when you're being serious. <laughs> it's just when you're fucking around, I can't tell if you're being serious. <laughs> so, <or right>. <laughs> um, so anyways, but uh, William Higginbotham had made this game, and all you did was move left and right with like a paddle on the bottom of the screen. And it would smack this ball arcing over the center line that stayed there. Oh, yeah. so he and so it was for two people: one person left, one person to the right. And you would just just bounce using the, the, ball the, back and the forth. waves on the oscilloscope yeah. to bounce. That's it over. all that you did. That's and really fucking cool. It's there's huh. video of it, and it's still like the invention itself still is in a, in a museum. It's one in uh, I don't know if it's in like uh, the Smithsonian or not, but um, it's really it's impressive preserved. to look at. Yes. So, and so Pong is basically Pong 2. Now, <laughs> Pong actually is from is a descendant of another game that was created by Ralph Baer. Now, Ralph Baer is, is categorized as the godfather of video games, part two. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, Ralph Baer was a soldier in with the U.S. military in World War II. He was, he was an actual bear. <laughs> He was a real bear. Ralph Bear, B E A R. (laughs) Ralph Bear. He was a a programming bear and a soldier. He also made bear paints. He was the most decorated military bear. (laughs) So, (laughs) the highest ranking bear of all time. (laughs) Master Sergeant. Oh, y'all never heard of Wojtek the Soldier Bear. Uh, But the Polish Army. Um, (laughs) It's a real thing. I'm actually really interested to hear about that. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but Ralph Baer, this was a big legal legal battle, too, because uh, he worked for uh, General Electric after he came back from the Second World War, and they had charged him with making an entertainment system that would work as part of a television for GE. And uh, if, if I'm getting the company right, I'm trying to remember, but uh, okay. he created what he called the Brown Box, and the Brown Box... <laughs> Had it that the brown box and uh, it just sounds like something poop related. Sorry, it, Sandra Bullock. It probably is. And uh, so the brown box was what you could you would had you had two uh, dials, one that moved your uh, rectangle up and down, and one that moved it from the left to the it's right. Like an and it was essentially like, and it just drew the lines on the screen, and yeah. it was very very simplistic. There was no limitations to the game, and you you played. Ping pong. That was all that you did. You and yeah. this was in the mid uh, mid sixties. And this, wow. uh, he had made this, wow. and they looked at it and they're like, "This is useless to us. Why did you build this?" And uh, he also made Simon Says, by the way, the the game that. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, really? Like, yeah. He built that too. And um, 
Wow. So he built this and they he showed it to them and they were like, this is useless. Why did you even give this to us? And so Are you he, fucking kidding? he kept notes of everything that he did. Like the, and uh, this was a during uh, when he left the company, he brought it to Magnavox and he oh, showed it to Magnavox. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I know, right? And uh, I know, right? I know, and right? So they um, he showed it to them and he wanted to make this into a system that people could appreciate from home. And uh, the company that he'd worked for originally when he built it, they didn't want him to take this with him, even though he had basically done it and they told him this was useless. And they, they, he couldn't, uh, they fought with him over this whole thing. And I don't remember exactly how he ended up winning this out, but mm -hmm. they let him have the designs that he had made for the brown box. Okay. And he, when he brought it to Magnavox, they... Um, they were demoing it to try and uh, market the system. And Nolan Bushnell, who is the founder of Atari, okay. uh, if, it, they, they know, if I get this all right, he went and saw this, this marketing uh, design for Magnavox and was like, I like this game. This is a cool game. I'm going to go make this game. And, uh, <laughs> wow, he, great idea. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks. Bye. And he designed Pong quicker than they did and put it into bars and they oh, they put it yeah. into they put Son Pong into bars bitch. as as like this curvy I don't know if you've ever seen the original Pong design but it was this curvy yeah. looking arcade system it was not like an arcade yeah, one right, you right, see right. today and it's an arcade system you really want to fuck you know yeah you know it's <laughs> just very curvy and a real and, ass so, on yeah. it actually <laughs> an arcade system in, you want to bend over your couch and in, slap with your pelt in part of that <laughs> in Bring it back, in Daddy's line, belt. Daddy's in, belt. In, in line with that sexism, um, that sexism? they did. They did come She's to find that women would hustle bars for pong because women had better fine motor skills than men did. And uh, they I don't would, believe that. <laughs> hold, hold on a minute. Wait, are women you, are superior. No, it's it's it's. Uh, it was one of the things they, that they that they talked about was that women had better fine motor skills than men did when they would go to play this game. And they would think like, oh, I got this. It's okay. And whenever the ball is shooting across the screen really quick, like they would just have like that fine, like that just little adjustment would be okay. Yeah, right. And they would win, like, okay, at the time, dollars and dollars from guys. But I mean. <laughs> dollars and dollars. Yeah, dollars and dollars. <laughs> Enough to buy 20 yeah. beers. Honestly, yes. that makes sense. And uh, That kind of makes sense to me. It, it, it's just impressive that that's Just happened. our big stupid ape paws couldn't do yeah, as right. well. And, as a as, as the women, articulate uh, machine of a, a, a lady's hand. Women now, perceive more colors than men too. Mm -hmm. Now do you know why um, the video the crash of the video game system the video game industry happened? E. T. the video game. <laughs> well I know that, that was that actually was not failure. the reason. That was that was one of the attributing factors, but that was not the catalyst that actually I caused it. I feel like I remember. I can't yeah, remember, but I, I've there heard is this there before. is one catalyst that actually caused the downfall of the industry, and it is a very small thing that no one thought about. The Nintendo fixed, which is why they are the ones who kind of saved the industry and brought out the NES. Um, if you ever had an NES, there was yes. a gold sticker on every single cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it was a certified copy from Nintendo. Now, yes. prior to that, Atari had never done anything like that. So if you could make and market and manufacture Atari games that would fit into the Atari console, mm -hmm. you're golden. Fine. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. But companies would manufacture 
game after game after game, and they would just be something, some kind of crap system. Garbage. Like, yeah, they would just be junk, <laughs> and uh, it, or it wouldn't work, or it just it didn't have a staying yeah. uh, design. So yeah, or um, it was creepy. Yeah, like and, that weird game with the cowboy with the oh boner. yeah, no, yes, the Custer. Yeah. It was Custer, uh, Colonel yeah, Custer, Colonel Custer's, and with so the, with where the you, you fucked a Native American. Or, yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was featuring this, the second pointiest boobs ever in video games. <laughs> second only to Tomb Lerner. Raider. I was just yeah. saying, yes. Exactly. Right. So they, um, you guys get it. Parents would very commonly go I to stores for holidays, and they would see this like uh, the I can buy two games for fifteen dollars, or I can buy fifteen games for fifteen dollars. What am I going to buy Timmy for Christmas? Fifteen games, for fifteen dollars, because I think that's a better deal. Because I don't understand games. Sure. And so they you feel good. You, the the you, consumers yeah, right. not no, not understanding for their children would would. Just they bought out all those cheap games, yeah, and it crashed the industry because it just flooded the market. You know what's funny about that? Still, if you go through looking for like uh, like ripped copies of like old arcade games, mm-hmm. this is still a problem trying yes. to find anything that's any good. Yes, because there's so many old like Atari or like uh, ColecoVision. Too or, many of the you know, shit games were yeah. salvaged. <laughs> just uh, yeah, exactly. There's a massive library of bad games. Oh yeah, and I, so they. Um, after two years, uh, and during that time, whenever uh, Stranger Things was taking place, uh, they, <laughs> right. they uh, Dragon's Lair was one of the ones who was right at the end of the the death of the industry. That's actually. the uh, they, Ralph Blasche yes. game, and uh, that was a phenomenal game. Yeah, that was. Uh, but Nintendo had designed a console that had a keyboard, it had joysticks, it had a, a light gun, it had all these things, and it looked like a PlayStation 2. It moving robot. It did. It, but prior to the moving robot, actually, um, uh, they it had all these different things, and it was sleek and black and modern, and it had... Nice. Uh, a design just that looked like Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yes, just like Jamie Foxx. And it had a it had a design that actually looked very similar to the PlayStation 2, a lot of people said. And there's no photos of it at this point because it was just concept. But they were going to go unveil it in a week. And they showed it to marketers in the U.S. market. And they were like, this, this will not fly. You have to redesign it. You have a week. You have seven days to remake this thing. <laughs> Which, in seven days, they they got rid of the the keyboard. They got rid of the light gun. They got rid of all these accessories they had designed. And they went down to a rectangular controller with two buttons and a and a D pad. They, they basically built and the Famicom. They from- well, the Famicom is the super, is the NES. Yeah, in, yeah. right. Uh, yeah. In Japan, but they 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 cut they, back they didn't all that kill shit. The light gun. Uh, no, but they they redesigned it year a uh, year later. Oh, and okay. They they brought it back, but they got rid of all the accessories because what the what they did was the Atari was marketed as a game system. The ColecoVision was marketed as a game system. The Odyssey was marketed as a game system. I see the it. Nintendo Entertainment it's a, it's a System was was a toy yeah. for everyone, not for <laughs> kids, not to be enjoyed yeah, by right. just a certain sect of people. So they yeah. marketed it as like it, it would be the equivalent of a VCR in your home sure. or something like that. So which is something that Nintendo has always gotten yes. right. Always. And they designed always. it and it looked like a fucking VCR. Yeah, and right. that was their intention, which is the black strip. And the gray Brilliant. design was very simplified Brilliant. because 
partly because they didn't have any time to do it, but it was also because they just wanted it to look very simplistic. Like, like another, just another appliance in your home. Yes. How's, right. uh, how's Peter Stinklage doing? He's doing all right. I just, uh, I'm spinning him around. He's up at the top of the glass. You can oh, see yeah, him here. there he is. Oh, he's, shit. Uh, he's just hanging out at the top here. Stinklage, Peter 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 Stinklage, Friend. Just give him a little bit of fresh air. You should put some beer in there. No, I don't let him out. Okay, no, he's good. And, um, um, sorry, that's okay. So oh. uh, Nintendo. That was how Nintendo kind of saved the industry. Yeah. And the, the a, a fairly brief jumping over history of what happened. And um, yeah, and they dominated too. Yes. It's not just like they, they they did a good job. They dominated. And yeah, right prior, up right up until Sega yes. started yeah. coming around. Yeah. The block. Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> prior to uh, Nintendo having their system. Do you know what Nintendo made for a hundred years prior to that? Playing cards. Playing cards. Yes. Hana, yes, they did. Playing cards. And <laughs> you, you was... picked the wrong table to ask that question. <laughs> a bunch of bunch of video game nerds. I've, no, I get okay. that one. I've seen those cards. No, I actually, uh, I have a deck of Hana Fuda at home. Actually, I don't have any Nintendo ones, but um, it's it's, cool. I've always wanted to learn how to play, and I've just had it sitting there collecting <laughs> dust. Yeah, it's not, it's not like like actual like bicycle trading cards. It's no. like a whole other game. Yes, Correct. yeah. Right, right. Um, but the uh, what. Uh, Atari's and, and all the other companies' problem was that uh, they had, they had uh, when they built the games, they didn't want any of the other companies to swoop in and steal their developers. So uh, every single game that was ever developed didn't have your name on it. You were not allowed to. You were you had to right. be anonymous. You were not allowed to have your name on the game. Now there was and something. There was a slight exception, wasn't there? Because there were a bunch of yes. cartridges called the, Ten Gen. Right now, the Ten Gen is different. But what they what a whole bunch of developers had gotten together and did was they called themselves the Blue Sky Rangers because they were they were did they had done an interview. And the interviewer, the journalist, had asked, what do I call you? Because I can't use your names. And they said, "Use call us the Blue Sky Rangers. So the group of guys who developed games for Atari and who later even went on to make Activision, um, they had... They had <laughs> you mind? Dude, I hate oh, that Jesus. so much. It's like white noise. <laughs> what the fuck? So the Blue Sky Rangers, they they were kind of like ro- rogue yes. developers. They were they. It's not that they were rogue developers. It's just that they did the only thing that they were allowed to do within the company, and so they they gave themselves a name without actually giving themselves an individual group of names. But but if you yeah. looked, if you look online, you can find who the Bruce Blue Sky Rangers were. Okay, and now what did they make. You know, uh, they made quite a like they were actually ultimately. Part of the ET thing, but we don't really talk about that. Sure. But, um, <laughs> of course, you, uh, it, but the ET thing was was more of just a financial decision with Atari, and th- it wasn't the developers that did it. It was yeah. that like it was, it was like the, the 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 product development team in a rush job, and like yes. all these things that went normally wrong. normally Licenses. one year it was the uh, was the turnaround time for a game mm-hmm. to make sure it worked right. They tested it, and then they went sent it out to production. They went from deciding that they were going to do it to producing the game and releasing it within six months yeah, yeah. That's, and uh that. september i believe was the release month that it happened in and it 
was so bad. But uh, <laughs> it's bad enough that, as everyone probably knows, they buried a ton of copies in the yes, desert. Yes, they did, and you can yeah. get them now. They, yeah, you can, someone you can found them. that fucking pile of games. Yeah, that yes. was an urban legend. They, so they refused, dug it up. <laughs> the Atari never acknowledged it. They refused to. It was like Area Fifty One for fucking Atari. It's so embarrassing. And, the thing is, you yeah. you can actually buy those pieces. Yes, a piece of video game history. Yeah. IGN did a big big spot whenever they uncovered the whole thing. And, I kind of want one, honestly. Uh, they, I do too. Yeah, uh, quite a few of the cartridges did survive and they were playable and <laughs> uh, which is the most impressive part yeah. but for whatever reason you would want to yes and uh <laughs> but uh, whenever nintendo came out um they made sure that their uh designers and everybody else that was part of the game design got credit for whatever they did because they knew that well probably because they were under contract to stick with that company for a period of time but yeah um they made sure that, like, these people worked hard on this. They deserve to get credit for it, so let's give them credit. Yeah. And that was honestly one of the more impressive things that the industry changed over time. And I'm glad that that's a thing now because, honestly, the amount of work that goes into those games is yeah, immense. And there is... Uh, it's I only gotten, like, astronomically yeah. larger. I don't remember his yeah. name, but he is... Uh, it's a Japanese developer... He is well known for not taking any vacation time and working seven days a week oh. to produce the finishing product. <laughs> I, know, I, I know you're talking about. And I cannot remember his I know, name. Yeah. I think that is he the Pokemon dude. You're not talking about Tajiri, are you? Satoshi uh, Tajiri. I think I think that's his name. Yeah, because he is he's historically known for being a perfectionist. He's also about, historically known for his Aspergers. Syndrome. He is. That's yeah. he collected bugs as a kid. He's that's the, what inspired he's the him Pokemon to guy. Right? Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yes, to he's the. That's, Pokemon that's guy. like I know that sounds sarcastic. That's not sarcastic. He's, no, it's, uh, no, no, no. Actually, it's, it's historically known for his Aspergers, uh, yeah. uh, and also for like creating one of the greatest games ever. Uh, <laughs> Good so, job, Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, no, seriously. It, it, the, the, my favorite thing about Nintendo is that if you if you watch I'm those sorry, guys, what? Sorry. <laughs> if you watch those guys, there's never an interview with any head of Nintendo where they're not constantly smiling. Yeah. Number one, it's all because they're filthy fucking rich. <laughs> but, uh, number two, it's because I'm I'm convinced that those guys just live the dream life. They get to do what yeah. they get to like live their dream for a living, which is yeah. the coolest thing ever. The the only but can you make it funner? Yeah. yeah, that's that's actually the, the that's the big thing about Nintendo. And now there there are companies that have been around um, since the NES that yeah. have really devolved into like we need to make money and only money. And actually, the prime example, EA, um, no, actually, <laughs> no, EA makes games, but they want to make sure that the game makes money. Konami. Yeah is a oh, company, a developer. Uh, now, this is getting into like a bit of a, a spiral out of control with this one because there's a lot of stuff that happened with this. I have yeah. to but, stop you because I feel like our topic is is ahead of us here. I is feel this like, the topic? I no, feel like this isn't the topic. I feel like we're getting there. Um, th this is going to lead in. This is the last part I was going to talk about. Um, Konami, uh, they make pachinko machines, and they also make games. Uh, games. Yeah. And the, Konami is... Shitty games. Yes. <laughs> but, well, no. I mean, Konami is responsible for no. Metal Gear Solid Kojima series. is responsible. Okay. Hideo Kojima so, no. is responsible. Kojima the, the, is responsible. Well, the, yes, Kojima is responsible for Metal Gear Solid. Um, the Konami company is responsible for publishing these yeah, games. Yeah, I don't now, give yeah. them any credit um, for anything that Kojima they, has ever done. They had done the Metal... They had, well, they were part of the Metal Gear Solid series. They were part of the Castlevania series. They were part of quite a few different fighting games and, like, uh -huh. the, a, a lot of really big hitters. Rocket Knight. 
adventures uh, for the Sega Genesis. Since um, as of uh, I believe 2014 or so, they decided that uh, we don't care about games anymore. Even though a lot of our games, Castlevania, Metal Gear Solid, and all the others, yeah. didn't like even though, even though those are those are industry hitters. We don't want to do that anymore. We want to only make pachinko sh- machines because that's where we think that our best money is Ooh. set. Y'all so, should have bought Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I refuse to purchase it. Now, the fact that yeah. you have to pay $10 in-game to get a second save slot, that literally kills me. What? No, that's a real thing. So I'm a huge Metal Gear fan. And I have, um, <laughs> I have... Like played every one of them multiple times, mm-hmm. but with uh, survives the only one that I will not purchase because it has what, nothing to do with Metal no, Gear. It doesn't, and what the, it was a simple Weird. cash grab because uh, at the end they decided that um, if you ever played Metal Gear Solid Five, the um, Kojima had this grand vision. Now I'm not saying he was a little bit over the top with it. You don't but, say. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean every That's every watchword. Every game is over the top, but this one was a little bit extensive. Even for his standards. And you knew where it was going by the time you hit the end of that game. It's just yeah. I would have loved to have seen the final chapter yes. and how it all came together. Which they uh, they told him he had spent $250 million on the game. And wow. In, in development. Now, that was also, I think, because he had to pay uh, fucking what's-his-name to play Snake. Kiefer Sutherland. But, yeah, Kiefer yeah. The yeah. Sutherland to play Snake. And Kept you waiting. Uh, oh, my God. And I, I, on, no one wanted him. Everybody wanted Hater. Everybody wanted David Hater to play Snake again. And he, yeah, yeah but, big, but Big Boss doesn't sound like David Hater, uh, But if... If you and I, I platinum the game. If you play the game to its completion and platinum it, there is a uh, an extra mission. You have to get all S rank on everything, and you have to do all the missions and get all the Christ. experience. It took a long time. Actually, it only took about eighty hours, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> only. So, uh, I finished the game, and there is a final mission that you play, and it's the very first mission that you play, and you get a different experience at the end of it. And it's called hmm. all the the mission is just called the truth and yeah it, oh yeah yeah and yeah. I I don't want to spoil it for you, anyone you don't even have there to. but it gives reason as to why uh, David Hater doesn't play Snake technically yeah, you, speaking you don't you don't have to even hundred percent it you you just have to beat all the missions you don't have to S rank every at one the, of them at the time before they had uh, updated it they did update it later to where you could do everything and just like kind of get that get oh, the mission okay. but at the time I did it within the first couple weeks of the game oh, okay. and they made you do everything and Christ. no one had done it before like European like, extreme yes. horse shit. Oh my God. It's yeah. ridiculous. So, um, <laughs> they, uh, but it was, uh, it was a very over the top game and they cut it back. The, it was just so much, so much he wanted to do with it. And yeah, you could tell, you could tell there, there's a lot of questions that get left unanswered at the end of Phantom Pain. Um, but I really want to so, play those. I haven't played since Snake Eater. It's it's a long, long road. I didn't even finish you Snake Eater. It's an old town. Did you road finish road. Snake Eater? I didn't. Fi- I, I, dude, didn't I played for like Snake two. Eater? I played for like two hours. I ate some snakes. I was done. <laughs> two hours, dude. It's actually Snake Eater is one of the shorter ones. They <laughs> oh, did these are fucking yeah. gross. <laughs> oh, shit, this is disgusting. Oh, let me leave <laughs> some porno bags on the is, ground and go eat some snakes. I there is a scene in Snake Eater where he's just like, look, it was just this really weird. 
awkward David Hater like eating the snake kind of thing. Yeah, but um, was that the was that where he's grilling the snake over yes. the fire and he, he just, he was just like, like well, he could always eat me. Yeah, it was it was the the weirdest, <laughs> most awkward thing, and he just bites into the snake, and it was the this terrible animation of him going. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, seriously, I so, ate some snakes. I dropped some porno mags on the ground. Yep. I, uh, I crawled <laughs> around and got eaten by an alligator. That was it. I you, I just gave up. Do you not? Um, I do not. Do so, not. <laughs> this uh, this mm. topic of video games was what yes. I was going to lead into the okay. actual topic, which was um, as a child, what was your? It doesn't have to be one specifically, but what was your major game that you had a great experience with? That really it, it, major, major game. games, and uh, what was that that one game or those games that really stood out to you as like this is a defining point? And I could see like Ben is just literally I fucking love this. But to have a conniption over here, I fucking love um, this. Anytime we get what, into video games, as we and, have just been doing, yes. it's fucking hype. Well, the thing and, is, the thing is, we've touched on we've touched on it partially in both '90s nostalgia episodes. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, but like, I want to know uh, as a child whether you were gifted the game or you worked up the money to buy the games or uh, plural. And uh, what what was it that really sorry. stood out? And it it doesn't even have to. You could just describe the game and preferably if it is an unknown an unpopular game like one mm. that oh. and it doesn't have well. to be a video game it could be a board game or any kind of game that you <laughs> Omega virus you think oh, you oh found me not many people know this but system <laughs> shock no uh, so, <laughs> little the, game you might have heard of it it's called Skyrim yeah. so that that was uh, one of the things and I, I do have a game but I'm gonna let Ben uh, kick us off yeah, here because I could see that he was really oh. excited for this He's the, just waving his finger this, excitedly. Yeah, that like, <laughs> mm, the first game that I ever truly <laughs> fell in love with okay. was for the Sega Genesis Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master. Oh, shit. That, that title sounds like nothing to me, so you're going to have to explain what yes, it is. Please. Shinobi 3? You, you, you are literally... Never played it. You play as Joe Musashi, the ninja master. The <laughs> Most ti- Americanized name ever. <laughs> Joe Sashimi. <laughs> Joe Musashi, the titular Joe Mufasa master. Uh, the titular shinobi, and you go and throw shurikens at bad guys. If you're in melee range, you swing your sword at them. Um, okay. You have four ninja spells that you can use. Uh, spells? You have four ninja spells. One one is uh, one summons a bunch of fire pillars that destroy everything on the screen and and otherwise deal massive damage to bosses. Okay. Uh, one makes you faster and creates ghost images of you. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, one. Oh God! What does what does the other one do? I actually did not play. Oh, this. oh! It was um, it was a uh, you got a lightning shield that would uh, deflect projectiles for like a long time, and then the fourth one was you lose a you detonate yourself, you fucking explode and kill everything <laughs> on the screen, but you lose a life doing it. No shit. Oh. Um, it's it's super arcadey. It um, I'm gonna have to look for this for the retro pie. Shinobi three. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was released in Japan as the sh- the Super Shinobi. It was the first one to be released for uh, uh, the Japanese equivalent of the Genesis because there were, there were two for the Mega Drive uh, okay. slash arcade, and then the third one came out for the Genesis. And uh, yeah, Shinobi Three is one of my favorite games of all time. The soundtrack is fucking banging. Nice. It includes maybe the only boss theme I've ever heard that's in 5-4 time. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's not typical. Like, video game music, while being very interesting, does tend to stick to some pretty, like, static time signatures. Well, they, well, they were limited at the time by how much they could do. 
And and so that's why the Shinobi soundtrack sticks out to me because it does a lot of really weird, crazy Japanese sounding stuff. And again, the boss theme that's in five four time. <laughs> um, it, it Great goes, boss themes never leave your head. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh no. It goes through a lot of different moods. Um, it's just nonstop action. You're just jumping around, tossing shurikens, everything. You can double jump. Yeah. And if you if you throw a shuriken while you're double, the second jump is a flip. And while you're flipping, if you hit the shuriken mm-hmm. button, you fire eight shurikens out in a big fan. Sweet. Um, so it's wow. a, it, Shinobi was so yeah. fucking good. Right? How, how I old I, were you I whenever this was this. really like your game? You don't know. Just sh- out of curiosity, like how old were you whenever you really, the, if you remember, like the like five, six, seven, eight. So, so I was uh, I was born in '88. I, I would say the first. I think the first video game I ever played was Pac Man. Um, oh really? Yeah, like like I'm, arcade Pac Man. Yeah, they yeah. they had a machine in in the Perkins and Canfield. I'm pretty. It was either Pac Man or Ms. Pac Man. The Perkins. I remember that. I remember that Pac Man before they remodeled it. Was it Pac Man or Ms. Pac Man? Ms. Pac Man. Okay, it was, it was when Ms. Pac Man. The smoker area actually. That yeah. I think they remodeled it. Then. <laughs> yeah, they had a smoking yeah. section. Um, in yeah, it was Perkins. It was. Yes. I, it was either that. My first video game was either that or or going to visit my dad's friend up in uh, like up upstate New York. Yeah. Uh, and he had a Galaxian machine. Oh, hell yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so it, it was one of those or the other. But uh, but uh, the first video game I ever owned on console was Sonic 2. But it wasn't long after that that I got that I got Shinobi 3. And that would have been like I would have probably been six when I got that. That would have probably been around 94, I, I would do. guess. Um, can I tell you one of the first games I ever played was a pinball game and it was mm. I kid you not Adventure Pinball? No, I can't here's the thing. 3D I Space do, Pinball. Not HP. only do I I, ha- I fucking love that game. Not <laughs> only do I not know what the game was called, I'm fairly certain I'll never see it again. It Did was it, a physical pinball machine with no discernible name in my grandparents' basement. <laughs> They bought at some point wow. a fucking pinball machine. Oh, that's so fucking cool! I, and ever since I was, I, I, I no, can't no, believe I've never talked about this. No but I know branding I or, or about to blow your mind. It had no name, but it had on the cover of the the top part. You know, like the yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the top panel. Uh-huh. It had what looked sort of vaguely like He Man ish sort of like characters. Um, they were in like a desert. They were like charging at things. I don't really remember specifically <laughs> what i do remember is it had the physical plunger that you pull yeah, yeah, back yeah. and release and it would snap yeah. and it had two mm. tappity tap buttons on the side <laughs> the tappity tap right buttons. and they yeah. controlled a total of like four uh, uh arms right four uh right right paddles the two up top and then the, the, the... <laughs> god damn it <laughs> you My... don't get to yell at me how fucking <laughs> dare you make noise on this podcast you how dare you literal monster no. Uh, so, there was, at the top row of this pinball machine, a series of, like, it, all this was physical. Like, this is an old pinball machine yeah. where, like, everything was fucking physical. Yeah, yeah. If we broke it, my grandpa had to take it apart and, and stretch a rubber right. band over it. And then he something. would kill you. <laughs> right, and then kill us. So, at the top row, there were a bunch of white, uh, sort of, like, uh, square buttons with targets on them. Yeah. And as you hit them, they would go down into the machine. Yeah. And if you hit them all, you got a huge bonus. And this thing ticked up the score on rolling wheels. Oh, like, that's old school. Like, it's that old. is wow. it's not, it was that's not, so fucking rad. It was not an electronic <laughs> Not a digital machine. display or anything. No. It was all old. It was also two-player. So me and what? my brother, right, me and my brother could have separate scores. Just and to compete. be alive. I wish. <laughs> Just to be Now, alive. let me tell you, 
The saddest thing about this story oh, no. is that years I ago they sold happened. it. No. And I have oh. no idea where it went. And if I ever find it again, I will spend a fortune to <laughs> get it. I'll help you. To get it in my fucking house. We will build it. I assure you, we will. We will. If you can <laughs> track this technology. machine down, I, I will help you buy it. I probably won't ever see it again. But if you will, do, I'll help you buy it. We will build it. There and you will come. There at this point, <laughs> at this point, can't be that many manually spun dials where it keeps your score and the stuff thing is, like that. Pinball's been around for so long. Yeah, pinball, well, pinball's an old thing. It, yeah. They could have bought it in the seventies, for yeah. all I know. And there may be no documentation that it ever existed. Real talk. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am fucking good at pinball. <laughs> the thing I, is, I, I got good at pinball. I, because I, of that. I love pinball. I never oh, really yeah. got all that, the the the. Fucking Windows pinball was the closest. I no, no. I, I, I mean, old school yeah. arcade, like like arcade style, full table pinball machine. Yeah. Yeah. I love pinball. I was really good at pinball. Pinball's when I was fucking a kid. cool. Yeah, it was like maybe the only game that I was good at when I was a kid because I historically bad at, at games. But like that that thing of the old pinball machines. Oh yeah, yeah. I would no, love fucking to have one. That, that was the first game that you had played though. Like regardless of whether it was digital Honestly, or physical. I think I played uh, that before. I played the table tennis game that was a pong I, knockoff. With the yeah. wheels, yeah, I re- yeah. I, I remember that before that even. I remember the first game that I had ever played. Um, okay, now, and I even remember the computer that it was on. Okay. It was oh. it was it was a Tandy uh, either two or three thousand, no and I, shit. It, it used the five and a quarter inch floppies. A Tandy, a Tandy. My dad had bought it from a friend that he knew at GM uh, okay. where he, where he worked, and uh, th- obviously, and so mm-hmm. they. Um, and I don't, I really do not remember the name of the game, but I could f- like literally describe this to you. And I swear, um, J.K. Rowling stole this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding you because I watched it on screen okay. and it happened before the films ever, or the books ever did this. And what happened was it was a, it was a chess game and it was some kind of a, a very simplistic, like eight bit chess game where, um, I think I know. No, keep going. So, keep going. so yeah. what happened was. You, uh, it was a very animated and battle chess. It's battle chess. Was it battle chess? Battle chess. So it's old school battle chess. What happened was like you're. Sounds like battle chess. If you move the rook across the across the the board, he would slide over, and then this like he'd stop right before the uh, right before he. Well, no, he didn't punch it right before the um, like the knight or whatever pawn or whatever it was he was going to attack. He would just open his mouth and eat it, and then hop onto that spot. And that was <laughs> it was it was insane. So it's a the, like battle chess, but I don't think it actually is. It may chess. have actually been battle chess. I do not know the name of it, but it, <laughs> I watched my dad play it, and this is how he taught me to play chess. Yeah, and uh, it was it was so cool because, and I was little. I was like, this is amazing. This is this is really great because this is before Windows really existed or anything like that. Right, and that was. That was the game. Now, it, at the time, I was like, "My dad's a computer god." I'm this sorry, is insane. And then I was, and then I grew up, and I was like, "He doesn't know how to operate a mouse." And then yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I have to stop you because I just found out that you play chess. So yeah, we've oh. talked about this on multiple yeah, occasions. We need to play. We need to play. Yeah, chess. We've, we 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 do. We should really play chess. Does a four player version of chess exist? Yes, yes it, it does. really does. Uh, yeah, and I it's showed, fun. I showed you. It's this. a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay. It's yeah. insane. It's a, it's a, it basically would be like a, like how we're sitting right now. So myself and Brady would, would be set up as a chessboard and you two would be set up as a chessboard. And then board. there's another board in the middle. Yes. <laughs> right. And every man for himself. Yeah. 
it's oh, a lot and God. it's a lot of fun. A, I have a photo of it. I yeah, I want to play chess 960 with someone some uh, sometime. I will absolutely I, play chess 960 with you. Anything to avoid opening theory. Is. Also known as Fisher random chess. Yeah, it, <laughs> the, the 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 backmost rank is randomized. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Everything else is the same, but the backmost rank is uh, randomized. A game, a game designed by Bobby Fischer in order to make chess more interesting because... In order to kill opening theory. Correct. Yeah. yeah right. In order in order to kill opening theory opening because... Opening theory is objectively the least fun part of chess because it's yeah. only about knowing... The, it's knowing the, the sequence moves. of moves. Right. Correct. Chess 4. They literally the call reckoning. it Chess 4. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, speaking that reminds me. Do you guys remember? Uh, do you guys remember Foursquare when yeah, you were kids? Of course, oh, I remember. Yeah. Four I don't remember how it's played, but I remember the big four squares. I'm just disappointed if I it, never bought that game. By it, the way, it's like it's like four way tennis in a way. Um, yeah. I, I'm uh, sorry. I, I have to. As soon as you're done, I have to talk about my favorite game. <laughs> uh, I, guess, I guess I'm done. No, no, no. I, you're okay. I, yeah. I do remember four Please square. Remind me how it's played. I, I just want to know that it, before you. It, it's just like four player chess. You have to. Um, you have to. Uh, there, there was the uh, the Jack, Queen, King, King and Ace. Ace. Yeah. Um. And uh, you rotated out. If someone if someone got out, everyone else moved up a rank, and and someone in the line came in. And it was basically like for you played with a dodgeball. Uh, there were special rules like you know you have to declare a cherry bomb before you do it, where yeah. you you bring the thing up overhead and slam yeah. it down in the other person's square. Right. Um, everybody. Every what, school they have had to catch these it? four squares that that you like multiples. Yeah. Of them, and ours did, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like it just well, no, no one ever played it. What was cool about about my driveway growing up was they was we had concrete slabs that yeah. were that were definitely segmented, and they were the perfect size for four squares. So we'd play my driveway a lot. Yeah, we didn't have to draw lines I or anything. Four it's just I, always I, we, there. Alec and I used to play all the time with the neighborhood yeah. kids. It was yeah. it was fun. But uh, anyway, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be the odd man out here because mine. My first experience with games, I'm, I'm guessing the topic at large is like broader games in general. Yeah, he, right? he, he it does not much. have to be specifically he video games. games it's that, just like, that I know that a lot of us relate to video games, yeah. and we are gamers current, concurrently. So we were like, born at the right time yeah. where video games came to us very yeah. early. The thing no. is, I wasn't aware of the fact that video games even... I'm weird in the sense that I wasn't even aware of the fact that video games existed until I was like four or five years old. Wow, that's weird. You um, poor child. <laughs> no, it was, it was just like I never had Mongrel. a... We never had a gaming system. Goddamn but I remember I, when I was two years old... Two, three, two, three. Uh, my grandmother taking me into her. Uh, I remember my first drink. We were show. sitting on her bed and she grabbed a deck of cards and she's like, here, you want to learn something? Because I used to spend my days at my grandmother's house. She was retired at that point. And uh, nice. my mom and dad would go to work and mom would pick me up after work. And we were just sitting around bored one day and like I maybe I was just I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And she's like, hey, you want to learn something? And she took me into uh, like we were sitting cross-legged on her bed and she showed me how to play blackjack yeah she, she taught me how to play best to learn. grandma ever teach yeah. a two-year-old she, to taught play me, she taught me blackjack which you know when you're a kid you're a sponge so i was like i got it like right away oh yeah and then she taught me how to play poker like i learned how to play poker and blackjack in in the span my grandma teach me of shit. like an hour i, I got solitaire and hearts i figured out but like it was just amazing like she just she sat me down and she's like okay so this is how you play she just taught me all these card games just kind of sitting there um, and I remember my mom, when she came to pick me up that day, we were still sitting in the bedroom and we were playing blackjack with each other. 
And she's like, what's going on in here? And grandma's like, oh, I was just showing him some card games and I'm playing 21. I'm showing you a kid how to hustle. Right. Well, then that was the thing. So, like, I didn't know about video games when I was a kid. I win money. I didn't really have any like that exposure to the electronic thing like everybody else did. But like when I was very, very, very little. My, my family would sit around the table and play penny ante poker. They would get all their change out and they would sit there and play cards from like, yeah, I don't know, six in the afternoon until midnight or 1130. Yeah. And we would just play poker all night long. And yeah, I was that's little. Fucking great. And I, would, I wish my family did that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that was the thing. And, and the rule was you always had to bring your own money. And that was no, I wasn't excluded from that. I had my own like my own like, yeah. change, change stuff. Piggy bank. Right. Yep. You yeah. have to you have to earn yeah. your money. I remember my aunt telling me like she get, she loaned me like a buck in pennies. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, now I, I'll give this to you, but you got to give it back to me because this is how we, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to earn your this place at the table. This is how we do it. So but we would play I would play cards with my family at like a very, very young age. And it would just be like my aunt, my uncle, my mom, my dad, That's sometimes uh, my grandma, my grandpa. And we would just sit around <laughs> And and uh, like play all the I learned all these card games when I was like really, really little. And it was uh, my favorite time when I was a kid because I, it was like the one time that I, when I was really little that I got to stay up super late and <laughs> hang out with my family. But yeah. not just yeah, not just staying up. Like you get to be one of you got to the, be part of the adult. You get to be an adult. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. else in the fucking family order, there exists the kids' yeah. table. Sit at the Lego right. table. Right. The idea of being <laughs> the kid at the, I had that table. Shit, the Lego table. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was yeah. and that was such a big deal to me. Yeah. And it was like not just being at the grown ups' table. But learning how to act at the grown-ups table exactly. Be respectful. Right. Don't Correct. don't act You're out. Taking like on it's, example. It, it, yeah. and, and, and the the like, kids' table is a bad idea. Yeah, I agree. Because it stops just, that from happening. The adults at the poker table. Fuck you. I'm sorry. Don't do. Don't no, say no. That. Well, don't. no. Like they were. And like the thing is, like <laughs> you got to learn it eventually. They, they you got to. You do. You have to learn it eventually. Yeah. And like yeah. the thing is, I learned how to bet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I learned, learned how to do it right. I'm playing with a bunch of degenerate gamblers. And you learn how to bluff. And because it's your own money, you learn the value of that money. Correct. You learn how to hold on Correct. to it. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was just That's incredible. Honestly, it really is. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a lot. I mean, and like I just remember and I was like very little. Like very little. <laughs> like, and I probably too young to uh, be expected to be any good at that. Correct. But you learn. Oh, I got good. Oh. I, I would win a lot. Like yeah. it was one of those <laughs> things where we were all, you know what I mean? Like we, we would sit for hours. And hours and play cards. I fucking miss that. I yeah. miss sitting around and like just betting money that like for pennies that it, doesn't matter. There's always a poker set oh. here. Yeah, if you, there, there's we always need to do we that. Actually, played in about a year. A, and a half. lot of us have bank accounts that are full of pennies. I, right, <laughs> it's full of pennies. so many pennies. Can we do that for my bachelor party? Can we sit around and play cards? You know, That's it, absolutely we, on could, the table. We could get twenty dollars <laughs> out of the bank and we could have what two thousand pennies. Yeah, right. Each and we should just never stop playing. <laughs> yeah, but we I remember we used to sit around the kitchen table at my grandparents' house, and it would be like it was like the one time they would pull the the, the table out of the, in the kitchen, put the leaf in to extend it, and make it larger, yeah. so everybody could yeah. sit around it, and they would rotate like whoever got the 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 deck next would pick what game it was, oh, yeah. and I got to be included in that. That's I got to cool. be. They, I learned how to shuffle a deck of cards. What was your game? To, what was my game? Go when you, fish. If you had to pick every time. Uh, it was a game that my grandma taught me how to play that I barely remember the rules of that she called No Peak. 
which was basically like a, a version. Some, is this some like crazy old world shit? Like it was. It was a version pieces? of seven card stud, but there were three cards in the middle of the table that you didn't know what they were. Oh, uh, and you okay. had to make the best five card hand out of those. <laughs> that's incredible. So you're okay. betting with the cards in your hand, but you don't know what's in the center Sounds of the table. Like that's Mississippi fucking, stud, but a little whoa, bit different. That's yeah, fucking say, wild. Right? Do, do you know even, what? A, do you know what Mississippi stud is? Well, no. It's just uh, no. I was just saying it's like so, somewhat like the uh, the, uh, the the blind kind of thing, but you yeah. have like yeah, you don't even but, know what they. Everyone is. I don't know if that's the official game, but Grandma used to call it No Peak. So, so that's what always I I always wanted. To how play many no cards peak. were in the middle? If three. I, I'm three, if right? I'm remembering correctly, it was seven card stud, but with three face down in the middle of the table. So I've I've uh, having been to a casino uh, recently. There was uh, a Mississippi stud, is what it's called. Okay, and it was a uh, basically a poker game that everyone played against the dealer, not yes. against each other. So. What happened oh, was so it's got that black all the cards, all the cards were it. face down, and I don't remember exactly how many there were, but um, you were dealt two cards, and the rest of them on the uh, that were face down, Ooh. you had to like, okay, what's your bet? And then you like say like the five dollar buy in, it was five dollars, yeah, right. and then so five dollars down, and then. Uh, they would flip over one card once everybody bet $5. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, I have like a two and a five. I don't really have anything, but I might have something if I can find a pair within this. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Same I'm, principle. I'm going to put another $5 down and they'll flip another card over. And then, uh-huh. and then they'll keep doing this until someone has enough money to beat what the dealer might have. Oh. So everyone, it's like blackjack <laughs> with all these cards face down. And you're playing only against a dealer. I'm not playing against anybody else but the dealer. And that's like kind of that. the same. It's really cool. It's very fun. Yeah. And it's very fast paced. Yeah. It was the same principle except we were playing against each other. And I remember you could only discard like one or two cards out of your four card hand. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get to touch a card. Um, yeah. <laughs> so 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 it's 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 basically Texas Hold'em except no one knows what's in the middle and you're betting on what's in the Correct. middle yeah. rather than you're betting before they flip, right? You yeah. you get the four cards and then they're I, I'm trying to remember. I'm gonna have to ask my if mom. If it's called No Peak, I have to assume you put your bet down, then before they you flip. Know. Then nothing but, else. But you would do like a round of you would do two rounds of betting one before you got to use your discards and then yeah, one there's, after. There's always got to be an ante. And then they flip the cards. Yeah. 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 So you have to make your best hand with what you've got. That sounds good. It was fun. Yeah. yeah just, it was a lot, like fun. a lot of fun. It does rely on some basic probabilities and all that. I, I just, wish I wish like I remember how to play. I th- I thought of another game, but Dave hasn't piped up yet with with his own. Oh, I, uh, yeah. what What's, was I going to say? What, what is, is I I know oh, what mine is. I, if if you want to do mine real well, quick, I talked but about like, the what pin, is your? I talked about the pinball machine. Yeah, yeah. that was that was your. Oh, you was did. That your first you did. game, or was that your prime game for uh, childhood? I feel like the. Because I just mentioned my first game, but yeah, because I feel like the pinball machine was like the most formative. Okay. Um, it mm. was like the one where I was like, okay, this is the most fun thing that exists on planet Earth. Yeah. It, it makes <laughs> bells. That it lights up. incredible. It was super cool. That is really cool. <laughs> but I feel like the thing that I played more than anything probably was... Well, there were a handful of things like those. Those. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the company that makes uh, uh, Don't Break the Ice? 
Oh, Remember, don't oh, break oh, the ice. Oh, uh, don't spill the beans. Barrel yeah, all monkeys. Those. Yeah, 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 all those like so those kids games. Oh, I played fuck. with my brother until the like like all day long. We those played were games like, like those. regularly like the most basic and also some of the most fun games. At some point, the the thing is they're like tic tac toe because yeah, uh, there's more or less like like don't break the ice. You end up at some point with like a plus sign across sure. the board and like no one's gonna end it. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know whoever doesn't destroy <laughs> it before that. You know, I don't think I ever played that one. Never played Don't Break the Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that one actually is a really big one. You, it's little plastic blocks in a big square, and then you have to mallet out. You have to hammer out a square. It's a it's grid. Like, it's like a twelve by twelve grid of little plastic white squares. Yeah, in a in, in this larger thing, and you had to hammer one of those little squares out. Yeah, and ideally without collapsing the whole thing. Once the thing collapses in, then you the lose. game's over. Yeah, this is kind of like a Jenga of, of, of Yeah, it's like designs. a Jenga. It's like a Jenga. Picture. Yeah, yeah, it just it doesn't uh it doesn't no. sound familiar. Um Brady, was that your like uh first game or was that your That defo- was my the, first game. If, okay. If you'd like I can show you I could talk about my favorite my first I don't even know if I remember my first video game, but the first experience I remember was at a, a JC Penny Playing Star Wars Rogue Squadron. What? Wow! <laughs> and that was the game that JC Penny. That yeah, it was at, at, like in the women's section of a JC Penny. There was a little uh, like eight inch CRT TV setup. Yeah, a off. place to put your kids so you could shop and they wouldn't run away. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no, it was like the husband probably chair. Probably and I remember I was kids. like, it was like ninety six, ninety seven, and I yeah. said, I want that. I want this system. I want this game. And I got it for Christmas that year. Because it was like Christmas time. So that's the first game I remember playing. I remember crashing into a hole in the desert uh, <laughs> in the first level of Rogue Squadron about a thousand times. Is it the... Um, so that... Wait, so the first mission of that was like you're in the sandy Moss desert. Isley. You've yeah. got AT-ATs yeah, AT running around. you got to wrap their legs up and shit, right? No, that was Empire Strikes Back. That yeah, was a bit of a different one. Yeah, no, that no, was... No, no, no. no, that, no you're, you're thinking of... Um, Rogue Squadron, um, right? You're thinking of Rogue Squadron. You're thinking of the Corellia level. Where that they, wasn't the first one, though. That was the first one. Oh, so it was a later level that you're thinking of then. No, I, think, I don't know personally, but I'm just... Well, well no, Corellia wasn't the first ben. level. The, the first level was the Death Star run, I thought. And then, and then like, the second level is Corellia, and they had AT-ATs, and he had to wrap up their legs with the... Uh, Maybe it was. The, Incidentally, this is Don't Break the Ice. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I No, I know that. I've <laughs> so, never played it, though. I actually do want to share my, uh, my uh, formal yeah. game for my childhood. Okay. Now this this is a game that I don't think really as many people know. It was a PlayStation One game. Um, I spent a lot of hours playing this, and it was uh, it was called Legend of Legia. Now, never heard uh, of it. it sounds now, familiar. It 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 kind of comes across initially as a Final Fantasy clone, but it was one of the first and only games that I've ever seen to do this, where your decisions, like your attacks. It was um, up, down, left, and right were your attacks. Now, okay. your your what you did was you could automatically just like go ahead, just go, dude, like go attack whatever you want. I know, this and it game. would it would autofill your attack system. Now, the the large the higher level you are, the more attack space you had to fill up, down, left, and right. Now, oh, certain okay. combos unlocked certain attacks, like a fire blast or th- different things like that. Now. Um, Normally, and at that time, whenever Final Fantasy was very big, this came out in like 98 or 99, towards the end of the PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. and like you, your character would run out, attack, and then like leap back to its, to its spot. Okay. In this game, which I thought was the coolest fucking thing in the world, was that your character would run out, 
and attack that person and stand there and yeah. wait for them to attack. So uh, people see, would be all over the field. Yeah, right. You, you got to think about the next moving. turn. And uh, and then on top of that, if I changed my character, like in in the like for, because Final Fantasy was like that definitive thing at the time. Uh, if if I changed the character's armor or if I changed his weapon, it just like that was it. Like he had the big sword and the black armor, and that was all he had. Yeah. But you knew that he had the upgraded version of whatever it was. Yeah. In this game, if I had the upgraded version, it was like you had the scale armor and like the the headband or whatever, or like the helmet or whatever it was, and like the the sword that looked like a bat wing. I, I don't know, but it was that was actually <laughs> one of the higher end weapons in the game. But um, yeah. it was. It's just re- it was really cool to see like those things reiterated in the combat, and then if what, later on and you had um, when you would upgrade your character to a certain point, you had like hyper arts and excellent arts and like all these different levels of arts. And I was given this game at uh, my seventh birthday. I was given the game and the walkthrough, and I still have both. <laughs> and I'm so That's proud cool. of it because like this game was like uh, I think at the time when I beat it, it took me like 60 hours to do, and it was a little goofy. It was it was kind of like out there, but the concept was that um, the the mi- mist had uh, like this fog had filled the world. And ah yes, yeah. so fog has descended upon our world. Yes, the, the, we <laughs> must disperse of this mist and fog. The smog had come in. <laughs> the world shall be covered forever. These these trees had uh, like each uh, certain areas of each map. There were three maps uh, had these. Uh, they were called Genesis trees. And if the uh, but this uh, was on PlayStation. This is on PlayStation Sega One. Genesis it was one trees. one disc. It was not three discs like a lot not, of other games. It's not on Sega Genesis no. though. It was it was just on PlayStation okay, One. It's on PlayStation. Yes, PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I was making a pyramid. <laughs> a pyramid. That's a nice so, pyramid. Yes, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> it looks nice. Thank you. All those. It's the best pyramid. The Milwaukee's beast. The Milwaukee's best beer of it. Man. Um, Milwaukee's so, best for when you're absolutely an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. It's funny because it's true. Yes. 6% alcohol and tastes horrible. $15 for a 30 pack. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, so the Genesis trees, the, the Genesis trees, they would when you activated them, they would wipe away the smog that was in the area, which would bring in monsters. So you would have less encounters and things like that. And well, like, yeah, like getting rid of the smog means less encounters. Yes. Okay. And uh, so it, it it in some some portions of the game, um, you had these things on your wrist that would basically capture them like Pokemon and you could use those monsters and not all not all the time it was random actions where it would just happen to like you've absorbed this uh this chain link monster or whatever it was and you, use you, them could, as a weapon? you could use them as like one of their main attacks it would just like uh gemu used fire blast or whatever it was and then you would absorb that gemu whatever it was called and it would just be like okay you submitted it out to just used fire blast or uh, this scyther-looking thing from Pokemon would show up and use like wind, wind sizer or something like that, and okay. uh, so there were all these different uh, Pokemon. Like, po- oh my god, Pokemon! <laughs> there were all these different <laughs> monsters. Pokemon yes. Red. There were all these different <laughs> monsters that would uh, show up and have like different effects, and also 
if your character was afflicted with like curse or poison or something like that, mm-hmm. not only would it affect your health, but also if you had like the up, down, left, and right movements. Let's say his left arm is now afflicted with curse. You only get up, down, right. You don't get left anymore. Oh, that's uh, like so, way ahead of time. It was it was super super complex and it was very very interesting. And I'm so happy that I still have this game, the, like and everything with it. And it was it was very interesting and yeah. very futuristic. What like this? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Go ahead. No, no, I was, I was gonna say um, uh, I had thought of another formative game. Because I, I I had been talking, mm-hmm. I th- I feel like a little earlier about how how uh, how much um, oh no we were we were talking upstairs about about how much I play Rainbow Six Siege yes yeah. uh, it's my Your most played four thousand hours that you poured into it <laughs> my most played game on Steam it's not four thousand hours for the record <laughs> it's it's about three hundred hours um, but a uh, less. but I but I feel like because because. My folks never sprang for for Windows back in the day. I, f- I feel like they thought it was too complicated. My mom, my dad's a luddite. Like at, <laughs> at the at the time, he still used a uh, an Underwood typewriter for all oh, of his yeah. office <laughs> correspondence. <laughs> I fucking love typewriters. <laughs> um, and my mom, the most she ever did, uh, and she still does, is is uh, Mac uh, computers. Yeah. And fortunately, one of the games that was out for the Mac was Marathon. Yes. Can we talk about how good Marathon is? Marathon. I really don't know what Marathon is. So okay. Do you know? Do you know what Halo is? Yes. Marathon is early Halo. Marathon is same bu- company. Marathon is Bungie before oh, Bungie yeah, got yeah, big. No, no, no. I know what this is. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. Sorry. Yeah. Bad. Marathon was an entire trilogy. The first Marathon, Marathon Two, Durandal, and Marathon Three, Infinity. Yes. And. Uh, uh, they were they were kind of fucking incredible. They, they were, were really good. They're all open source now, so you can play them for fucking free. Thanks, Bungie. Um, but they were they were uh, they were really uh, the Mac answer to Doom. I, yes, I, I never yes, played. Were. I never played Doom until I was in my teens. I wasn't thinking about Marathon as like the Bungie game, but yes, I I do remember. Yeah, this now. Um, yeah, Marathon is just you're you're the you're the security chief. If that sounds familiar, the, there's a reason. The chief, you say. The chief. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and and uh, your ship has been invaded by aliens. Um, that's not the biggest problem, though. The biggest problem in Marathon, uh, as it turns out, is that one of your AIs, the one that's responsible for automatic functions like opening oh, doors and serving food, really weird. goes rampant. <laughs> wow, that doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> so strange. I know, that sounds super unique. The very little I know about uh, Marathon, I feel like... I, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Red versus Blue, while they were doing their oh, series... Oh, what's that? There was a, there was <laughs> right so the the series based on Halo they had a bit where someone went not back in time but like they got no, beamed it was outside back in time. was it back in time it was back yeah, in time and Goose I feel got like shot the, back in time wait, did, they, did they have a sequence that they did in Marathon I feel like so the visuals yes, were he did. from Marathon uh, there was actually <laughs> I, I have never seen this. I have the yeah. first five seasons of Red vs Blue on uh, on my bullshit recorded DVDs. <laughs> And it had uh, something to do with the bomb. I've yes. never heard of this. He, he, he got it's hit really by cool. an, He got hit by it. It was really well written, actually, from Rooster Teeth. I give I commend them very deeply for this. I enjoyed it. He got blasted back in time. And if you remember, there was Sheila, the tank, right? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. This it was all it was actually all really well written in there that Sheila was written in as her name was Phyllis. And he said, No, your name is Sheila. And she goes, Okay, rewriting name is Sheila. And actually <laughs> she named him because he had heard that 
her name was Sheila because he named her Sheila, and it was like one of those loop things. But he got blasted back into yeah. the graphics of Marathon, and he goes, what the hell is this, basically? It was, it was even the same yeah. sort of Master Chief yes. suit, but like rendered sort of... It was old, a very low-res in a yes. 3D environment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and it was it was super poor-res, and it was hilarious. And <laughs> That's I, all I know about Marathon. It was, it was yeah. really, really good. I gotta, I gotta watch Red versus Blue sometime, like all the way through. I can give but, you the old... The, the uh, seasons one through five were like the really big ones, and then mm-hmm. after that point, they started to they used a if you know who Monty Um is or oh, yeah. Um, how you ever pronounce it, but they uh, yeah he made Haloid yes uh, that was oh my god that was so good and so yeah. uh, that was his big claim to fame for the long time, but um, uh, Rooster Teeth had taken him in and he started animating for them before he died. And uh, oh shit, he died. Yes, he did. He died of I don't remember what it was. Oh, if it, ooh, I don't remember what exactly killed him, but uh, he is dead now at this point, unfortunately. And he animated a lot of stuff, including a, an animation called Dead Fantasy, I think. And it was uh, Dead or Alive versus the women of Dead uh, uh, Dead uh, Women of Final Fantasy, where there was Tifa <laughs> and a few of the other big people like uh, Riku and. But it's a big yeah, fight. Big, was, you know it was saying. ten minutes of nonstop just ass kicking from women, and it was endless so cool. jiggle physics. Yeah, no, there was actually not much no, jiggle it physics. Was, it was more like badass, yeah. just like Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder ass. One Woman or kind um, of shit. But yeah, no, I, with rock hard boobs. <laughs> but no, the. <laughs> Tits where you would just turn and they marathon would stay there. was the shit, dude. I, <laughs> yeah, I got I got three when my aunt bought her iMac computer. She got uh, three demo discs. One of them had Adventure Pinball on it. One uh, of them had uh, Mech Warrior, and one of them ooh. had all three marathon games. Yeah, Mech Warrior. I mean, choose your clan. I, I was just gonna say the only reason I bring up marathon is because it, it's formative in that in that my my kind of game is still the shooter. You know, yeah. uh, I you know I play Siege. I first person, sh- uh, first person, single player is what I mean to say. Single player <laughs> shooters even are are still like my absolute jam. The yeah. the new Wolfenstein's, the new Doom. They're so I'm, good. I'm I'm so absolutely good. hyped for Doom Eternal. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Like like I've tried a, a lot of games in my time. I I went through my League of Legends phase and everything. But man, you sh- uh, keep going back, right? Like the 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 first person shooter model. Shooters are my thing, man. Yeah, no, that's, no. There's, yeah. there's no and, like and that's I, honestly there was a really good like a lot of shooters are very very uh, pivotal for like for a long time. For, yeah. uh, like as hardware, like and I credit uh, Marathon for that. Sure, yes. like as hardware, like like sticking posts, like the 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 benchmark by which you measure certain things. And I feel like first person shooter is kind of like. Have the have the hierarchy there. You Actually, know what I mean? Yeah. I just saw this thing that recently that was about Halo Combat Evolved versus Halo Master Chief Collection, and it was very interesting. Where uh, Gearbox was the one who was tasked with importing everything from Combat Evolved to that's right, uh, like to remastering the it essentially. Yes, Correct. essentially remastering it. Now, great choice, incidentally. Uh, they to put no, Gearbox wait, in charge of that. Wait a minute. They made a massive mistake, which this person <laughs> very, very uh, blatantly are pointed you, out. Are you going to shit on Cliffy B? Because I'm not <laughs> no, about that. No, it's not. <laughs> this um, is not that podcast. <laughs> this, this is not the here. Sli- we respect Cliffy B. This is not the place of the time. Uh, we revere so, him up so there with Gaben. <laughs> what happened was, if you switch the games back to classic, yeah. this is this is where the issue arises. Now. Um, the modern graphics for the game are phenomenal. They are really well done uh-huh. and they look great. Uh-huh. But if you switch it back, <laughs> uh-huh. if you switch it back uh-huh. to the classic, 
uh, version, what they did was originally uh, there's this, there's a thing called bump mapping, and yeah. if you know it, three yes. uh, D, like you guys know, but for for yeah. the people listening, bump mapping is whenever you dine uh, dine design something mm. really high end, and then you basically bake it into a flat surface so that bricks look really high detail, but they're actually one polygon. They don't yes. look they don't count as much for uh, it's the illusion of space. depth. Yes. Screened by a black and white yes. image that right. conveys artificial depth. And Halo was one of the first games to really heavily use it, like yeah. very yeah. heavily. It really apparent if you look at Chief's armor in the first game. Yes. Correct. Uh, yeah. and a, lot of, a lot of spackling and, so and detail on there. What they did was um, whenever Gearbox imported it, they actually used uh, its... Um, it was a file. It was like something, some, something underscore something generic. And okay. whenever they did this, it flattened everything. Oh, so oh. they lost the bump so mapping? So they lost all the bump mapping <laughs> un, un, until you use a flashlight. Whenever you use a flashlight, everything shows up. So, and actually, so, I've seen so this. It's before. still in there it's, somewhere. It's still in there, but without heavy modding. It is not available. But they know naturally. this now. No, Why they, wouldn't they They fix know this, this, but because they would have to go back to day one and re-import everything. Because like, oh. Gearbox is the one who fucked it up. Everybody else after that has used what Gearbox built. Gearbox is the one who debauched the whole thing. And so... Well, I'm a PC gamer, so I'm all right with modding. <laughs> no, and modding is fine. But um, <laughs> they it's it's that whenever you shine a flashlight on the sand, you see all the ripples and everything else. Yes. Whenever you take it off, it looks like wet clay. Yeah. And uh, I'm kinda, it's, I'm it's skeptical, so bad. Though. I'm kind of skeptical because, like, I'm going to send you the you video not, that I saw with this, and it's so bad. Well, like, can they not apply the bump mapping when the flashlight is off? I like, don't, that does I not, don't know what the, what like the specifics are, are because I don't know how the, the I don't know how the textures are baked into the game. I guess I don't because either. that actually adds a complexity to it. Because whenever I d- was doing game design in college, they like there's a way that you bake in the. Uh, bump mapping for it and it makes uh-huh. it more complex if you have to add something to it huh. and so adding the flashlight is probably what adds that extra layer that they needed but it shouldn't have been there to begin with mm-hmm. and so but it was just kind of interesting that that was a mis- an oversight that they had and every game since then has been built off of that mistake yeah and, right. <laughs> like never again kind of yeah. thing yeah and they even even with the master chief collection it still exists as a as the gearbox version so yeah. if you use the uh, only if you use the old graphics not if you use the new stuff yeah I which see. i mean like you want to use the new stuff on any of the remastered oh, ones. Oh, yeah, because it's, fuck that old shit. It's fun to go. Well, no, 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 I'd say fuck the old shit. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to play it for long. You want to see, you it. see it's, the it's new good, stuff. It's good to put those like rose tinted gla- glasses on. Yeah, and, like, you want to see it side by side. And and it's really like, enjoy it's it. like if you, if you could go back in time and see the bedroom you grew up in. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You don't want to stay there yeah. long. Oh, my but God. But you want to see it. You want to know what that's like. I had a Chicago Bulls poster in my room with Jordan Pippen and Rodman. That's right. Holy Trinity. So um, there, there is, I I have the father, son and the Holy freak. Yep. (laughs) Before we go into the, the closing thing for everything, I would assume. Whoa, whoa. Are you you talking about closing this? Cause uh, I got more here. son. (laughs) Well, I I have, we got plenty of time. We're just got time to burn. We're not closing this. this I have. Is, I have one. We started. We set the two tr- hours more or less flat. We set okay. the trend for a long episode here at the beginning, and we're not going to end it now. <laughs> okay. All right. You well, can't I've... start. You can't start an episode I'm about sorry. gaming. Well, in that case, I'm going to piss I'm right sorry. now. Yeah. 
and well, be good to go. For I the have next, um, uh, I have one game that actually, unfortunately, Ben would probably be a big fan of if you can hang out. No, for just one go pee. Second. Well, yeah, go no, pee. he can hear us. Go. The, yeah, he, he can listen. Damn it. I we can, can I could talk about something else for one second. <laughs> um, so actually, so how, so how you doing? I'm doing great. How oh, you that's doing? Good. I'm doing that's pretty good. good. Chris, that's how you good. doing? I'm doing really good. good stuff, I'm yeah. about to tell you about my bladder is so empty. empty. Uh, Brady, please tell us. <laughs> you want you want me to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay, this this ties in with a couple things. Uh, the reason I'm a hockey fan uh-huh. is because of a video game called Wayne, Wayne Gretzky's, Gretzky's Super 3, Nintendo. Wayne yes. Gretzky's 3D <laughs> Hockey 98. And you could watch us play it again yeah, on the, uh, on the three, three Dudes YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. I literally yeah. have the Super Nintendo cartridge for Wayne Gretzky, actually. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey 98. I went to uh, my brother's <laughs> house. <laughs> Sorry. I ahead. went to my brother's house um, apartment in Columbus when he lived there. My brother, incidentally, way older than me. Um, but we went to go visit him in Columbus when he lived out there, and he had an N64 too. This would have been 1997, 1998-ish, um, and he had a copy of Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey 98, and I had just gotten my N64 earlier that year, um, and we played this game. I made him play a game with me. I'm like, let's do this, and I put yeah. the NHL game in. And we sat through and played, and I remember I picked the Chicago Blackhawks because I was an Indians fan, and they have the like the the classic Chicago Blackhawks Indian head logo. Yeah, right. Um, and we, I kicked his ass three times in a row with the <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks, and uh, which is funny because well, the Blackhawks, the Boston Bruins. Well, I got there eventually, <laughs> uh, but we, I, I played that game and I kicked his ass three times with the Blackhawks, and from that moment on, I was hooked on hockey. And he, I remember he sent me a bunch of old N64 games when I got, like, when I got home. All the, He had tons and tons of games because he was, like, college age at that time, right? Yeah, right. And he just sent me a box of games. He's like, I'm never going to play these here. And he sent That's me, like, so cool. 20 games. And one of them was Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> he sent me the <laughs> hockey game because I loved it so much. <laughs> um, and uh, I, uh, I I was a hockey fan ever since then. I was a yeah. Blackhawks fan until it's two. It's enough. Yeah. It you was it, it got me in there, and I was a, a Hawks fan when they were the worst team in the league. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, when NHL Hits came out in uh, 2001, uh, Alec and I got I had the I was the only one in Austin town with an Xbox because there was only like 250 thousand that were released for Christmas time, and I got one, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, and I had NHL Hits 2002, and uh, we always used to play as the Boston Bruins and Jumbo Joe Thornton. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so video games are like the reason that I'm a, a hockey fan. Yeah. Because I, I beat my brother, I kicked my brother's ass at Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. <laughs> the game yeah. also happened yeah. to fucking rule yeah, the game objectively. F- the game is fucking awesome. It's still yeah. fun. It's still fun, even though it's bullshit. <laughs> it's it's still a lot it's of fun. It's hard to play. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Wayne yeah. Gretzky. It's, it's fun to play. It is objectively bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, it's still fun. Features the Midway guy, the guy who does the announcing for uh, uh, NFL Blitz and uh, NBA Jam. They actually so, had the actual, the real audio clips in there for him too and in the Super Nintendo I know that they did but yeah um, it's at the shows <laughs> but, so that puts the, up a uh, brick yes the, no good. Tyler the game no good. that I know that Ben would really appreciate I don't know if you know this game or not but um, I played it on Windows 95 and Windows 98 was was the uh, time when it came out but it was called Deadlock and there were more than one of them now Deadlock was I don't think I know this one so I, I feel like you would you would appreciate it because it's an it's not an RTS it's 
It's a turn-based uh, strategy game. Okay. And what you did was in the beginning you and I, I had to mod, not mod. Um, I had to figure out how to get it to work for my dad because he was such a big fan of this game. I had to figure out how to make it work on Windows Seven. And uh, that was that was that was how much wow. like, oh, it took work for for this thing to oh, they, it took extra programs for this program to run VM and uh, I don't remember what it was that I used but uh, <laughs> what happened was um, in this game the way the deadlock worked was that uh, you you selected a race of ali- of either humans or varying type of aliens and each of them had uh, pluses and minuses for each one uh-huh. and it was it's very civilization based. But um, you landed essentially on a colony ship on a random planet, and the game would randomize it for you. So it might be very marshy. It might be, and they were separated into like what I would equate to like um, uh, counties, basically. So okay, the game so, would so like there were different like biomes, ba- not um, not even biomes. It was just like oh, okay. uh, here you're here, and then there's all these different like randomly shaped squares or rectangles or triangles or whatever they were. Okay, and they would be separated out, and some of them might have good resources, and depending on what you looked at, some of them might have bad resources. So if they were very marshy, then there was not much building property on them. Or if they were very right. woodsy, then they had a lot of wood. Or if they were very mountainous, then they would have metal. But in the game, um, they would you your race had different pros and cons for each one, and you had uh, some of them were very like militarized, some of them were very very technologically based, and you would build up your population on this planet that you just colonized, and there were other uh, civilizations that had landed their colony ships on the same planet just in different biomes yeah and you got to choose what biome you landed in by the way oh so i have a question what are bad resources so like not bad resources just like less useful resources uh, like herpes or like Like, there were there were aids in them there woods like seriously let's mining aids (laughs) (laughs) do you dig into a rock and then you just like hit like a schadenfreude nugget or something (laughs) just like no that's not the right word but you know what Damn, I, mean? I found them shits. Do you, do you like you bust open a rock and all of a sudden you remember something embarrassing you did? When you oh fit? God! Oh, I pissed myself when I was in preschool in oh, front no. of the whole class. Oh, no. oh, that time I failed the spelling. That one time when I was on the podcast, they uh, oh, we struck a rich pubic hair vein here. Oh so. no! Oh, oh so. no! You were attacked by a crowd of merkins. Oh no! Oh, Jesus, merkins. This is like so this the is like it has consumed you. Game over. Early early but Minecraft. Like, but like literally, what are bad resources? So it's not that they're bad resources. It's that there were u- resources that were more useful than others. And if you advanced your technology <laughs> far enough, you basically started out with like futuristic tech. And certain ones were certain uh, species were better than others. And you could you basically. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> you spread your infection no. of a species across this whole place, and uh, no. you had to wipe out the other civilizations. And you went to war, like if if I uh, the and, British Empire yes, simulator, basically. <laughs> and if I, I'm not kidding you. If I went to war, if I put like a a military experience on this this uh, plot of land, uh-huh. and the uh, base, I don't. 
their names of them, like the Gorgonites or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, the Gorgonites. Yeah. The gr- they went over the here Krabi and Th- those things that Kirk fought in yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, if they went over and just like, oh, we Gorgon. want this place. So you had to uh, either send reinforcements to that location if from the next closest spot or whatever of whatever you had. So you if you didn't have anybody ready, then wow, you lost that place. And now they're really close <laughs> to you. But um, you could only go one out from wherever you had an established base from. Oh, okay. So you basically spread yeah. out slowly on all these different areas and built up. And you had riots to deal with and other things like that. So uh, if you didn't peel your pay, peel, <laughs> if you didn't peel your people, if you didn't pay your people well enough, um, then you had all these things to deal with, and they would let you know like what was going on. And then once you're done with everything that you could do, you ended your turn, and everybody made their stuff. And then it came back to you, and you did this, everything uh, else. This sounds an awful lot like the uh, Total War franchise. It was to me, but this was like early, early to mid nineties. Yeah, and this it was. Yeah, this sounds really like impressive, a, like this, a precursor. This is making me think. I'm sorry, I, I never sorry. cut scenes. This on make, everything. making me think of an, a game that doesn't exist, but it's like World Simulator, where it's all golf. Like I'm gonna you hit conquer, this golf you ball conquer countries everywhere. by swinging the by 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 hitting them with the golf ball. You conquer a country. You you settle by uh, shooting a golf ball out there, and now you have a new civilization where the golf ball landed. <laughs> what? Everyone's carrying golf clubs. What are you talking about? I don't know. This is what's in my head right now. I don't now. know anymore. It's just it's just like planetary simulator, but it's all golf. I need an adult. All right, all right. Let's. Let, I'm trying. Let's focus here. Uh, everybody, go around the table and say your favorite video game ever. Oh, you can't do this to me. Yes, I, I can. I have, I yes, have, I can. I have. I'm coming up oh, on 650 games know. on Steam. I, I dude. will. I will tell you mine. Actually, I'll tell you mine I, too. I will back it up with, um, well, not really much scientific evidence, but I will. Uh, I'll tell you. Mine is Mega Man X. Not in multiples, just the first one. Okay. Because I will hop on the Super Nintendo. And pop that cartridge in. That's a great. If, that's if, a great choice. If I have way. to, I will clean that shit off every year just to make sure I can play it. Probably once a year. Yeah. And I will beat it in a sitting. It's a and great game. that that game, the game is phenomenal because like and like we were talking about the like I showed yeah, you the other day. from a design standpoint, they they kind of perfected the ability of teaching the player without holding your hand. Yes. Um. Yeah. Which is like something that was like particularly unique to old school gaming. You like, had to read a book to understand the game and how to sure, play it. Right. This game dropped you into a level and then and the understood was you. like you can move left or right and jump and then you found out other things on as you beyond play. that point. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant and design. Yeah. If you failed, that's your own fault. And if you went beyond that point, like it it built it. And that was the game that I really learned about uh, with, I don't need to have my hand held. I don't need to be sure. taught how to do anything. I don't need to show read me how to do this. Yeah, show me how how <laughs> I am going to fuck up in a second, and then yeah. that's all I need. Demonstrate to me how to play the game. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, yeah. and that was something that I think the Super Nintendo got right, and the original the re- original Nintendo. Did well. There was no such thing as a tutorial level no, for a long no. time. The thing with right. the thing is with the original Nintendo, you you just got your ass kicked until you figured it out. Yeah. The Super Nintendo, you saw this big influx of games that was like, 
okay, we're not going to kick your ass because they, they weren't you, modeling it after an arcade you, design. You have six buttons and a D-pad now. <sighs> Figure it out. But yeah. also, like, the Super Nintendo, I think, featured the first generation of games that there was absolutely, well, okay, not none of them, but most of them were not featured on an arcade console. Yeah, yeah, so, like, They agreed. were exclusively yeah. for home playing. Gen- Genesis yeah. 2. Right. Yeah, which means that this is actually ported a good amount of side-scrolling games, but they were well, not sure. exclusively like it was. Nintendo had, I think, a lot less of uh, those games whenever yeah. it came. Yeah. To but it was still but, coming from the standpoint of like, yeah, yeah, that, that quarter dumping. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, quarter yeah. dumping. There was yeah. no incentive to keep people from dumping quarters that, until it was an exclusively home game. That, yes. that game. generation let you let you kind of keep playing at least. Yeah. But it, it maintained the same format of the arcade games, but it lets you like it let you pick up from where you left off. There were like yeah. password systems. <laughs> there were, you know, well, think, uh, think about checkpoints. How, think about how many like uh, the NES games were like several lives and a continue. And yeah. when you're out of continues, you're done. And that's a, that's the setup that's for the jumping. arcade. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, right. you didn't see as right. much of that. Well, and the thing is, like NES games were like thirty, forty <laughs> bucks a pop in the eighties. Yeah, so right. they're expensive. So they had to be hard because you had to like yes. stretch several hours <laughs> out of these your games. Your money's worth. Yeah. Correct. Prior, prior to us coming down here, I popped in uh, Battletoads and Double Dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that game just literally within sure. fourteen seconds handed my ass it's to built me to break your heart because it, like they don't even let you have time to figure out what the Correct. buttons are. They just throw enemies. Here you at go. You. Figure it out, yeah. asshole. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah. and if you can't, then. Start the game over. Tough. Like a now, okay. Now, by that token, before we came down here, we also had Star Fox 64 on, yes. which is like the exact opposite, because this is after we moved away from the arcade style, where it was like a quartered up. It had to be hard to necessitate to either making money or justifying the money. Right? Yeah, right. So you get to a game like Star Fox 64, which you can beat in an hour and a half on the easy mode if you just follow the basic path through the game mm-hmm. or you can take the difficult path. Yeah. You can explore a little bit. You can find a secret way to yes. get to a different part. Think about that. How many arcade games have an option to play it harder than the yeah. average mode? Uh, they out, don't. They outrun. Don't. Out, the original Outrun does. Basically, that most of them do not. Right. For like that very You're on a line for most arcade yeah. and then like early NES games. Because why would anyone in the arcade choose to do a thing that is and going to cost them more money? Bragging rights. I suppose right. some yeah. people who have spent enough time at it Sure. Well, I want to challenge But you have to dump a lot yes, of money into you it do. at that point. Yeah. But you get this switch starting in the Super Nintendo era where uh, and then perfected into like the N64 PlayStation 1 era yeah. where it's like, OK, you don't we don't have to justify to you the price tag of the game anymore. Uh, so we, you can either just go through it this way or you start to see the branching path theory where you can yeah. uh, link to the past. Perfect example. You can you can beat link to the past in mm-hmm. multiple whatever order you want. Yeah, really. so it's it's going to take game. time, though, whenever you beat that. Sure. Game. Because sure. I, I beat that game multiple times and there was some shit that I found later in life that I never even know. Exactly. Like, There's stuff there. But the technology <laughs> had evolved to a point where it was like, OK, well, we can you can do it this way. Or we we have the technology now to give you branching paths, like, so you I, can do it in certain orders. I think right. the current There's, record of Ocarina of Time is like fifteen minutes yeah, or something right. like that. Something crazy. It, it's something ridiculous. Yeah, but um, like a game like Star Fox is is basically built on the idea that you can you can go through in whatever order you want, basically. After the, <laughs> don't go. That was a good stop silent. It. Silent. Stop. Wait, we, there's silent. a video we should watch after this, and that is 
that is that is a, a video about a certain uh, Ocarina of Time speedrunner. Okay. Oh, that, hell yeah. That I okay. want to show you guys. It, it, who, who devolved. It's impressive, it, honestly. It really is. Devolved into basically madness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm anyway, um, oh, so, um, uh, favorite games though. So okay, uh, you 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 brought up Mega Man X, which is an excellent choice. I'm gonna go a little bit farther into the hardware uh, aspect of it, which is into um, I explain that weirdly. I'm going farther ahead into the hardware timeline to the original Xbox, a game called Jet Set Radio Future, which oh, is oh, only popular because game. the game did not. People only know what it is because it didn't succeed on its initial release, and they gave it to you along with Sega GT as a holiday disc when you bought the console. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I had that as its original title. Me too. I love that Hashtag game. Hashtag me too. I, I haven't Hashtag played it. I have it on Steam. I have said Jet you, Set Radio. You have Jet Grind Radio. I, you have Jet Set Radio, the original. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jet Grind Radio was Jet Set Radio, right? Jet Set Radio is the PC version of the remaster of Jet Grind Radio, which yeah. is the original dream. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and then Jet Set Radio is the sequel. Jet Set Radio Future is the sequel to that. Jet Grind Radio 2, basically. Yes. <laughs> Correct. So Jet Set Radio Future was the sequel to a Dreamcast game called Jet Grind Radio, which has been re-released on PC. Yeah. As soon as Steam... Picks up Jet Set Radio Future. I'm on it, dude. I'll buy it Hell that yeah. day. That day. I love day that. one. Yeah, very day, full day price one. tag, I'll, sixty dollars. I never played it. I want it very bad because everyone has such great things to say about it. Yeah. So it was one of those games that the initial release, if you paid the full price for it, did not sell well. How the but, fuck do you know what games I have on Steam? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Because I because I, I also have Jet Set Radio on Steam. Yeah, so. right. Uh, um, and you can it see, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. It tells, doesn't it tell you? I can check yeah. what any of my friends have on Steam. I think. Yeah, it yeah. it does. It's just you have to go through the effort to. Check. Right. You have to be a weirdo creeper to <laughs> want to do that. Yeah, right. What a weirdo. <laughs> what a what, what a, a fucking s- loser. <laughs> uh, no, but Jet Set Radio Future came out in 2002, like mm-hmm. just after the original Xbox had I released. Never got around to playing that actually. It's a great game. So the, the cool thing about Jet Set Radio, it, the, the entire idea is that you're a, a street gang of roller skating uh, street punks. Banksies. Yeah, who, who ba- Banksies, <laughs> right. Who basically. Skate Banksies. They, they roll around on rocket propelled skates and yeah. graffiti Tokyo, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, All the while being chased by the police. Chased by the police and the mayor gangs. and fighting rival spray yeah. painting gangs. Right. It's, it's a better uh, mirror's edge. Yeah, that's a really actually that's that's a really it's accurate. Not a, bad, not a bad. That's not a bad de- depiction of that game. Yeah. Um, so you drive. And I love mirror's edge. So I'm sure I'd love the these games. You yeah. roller skate around in the world of Jet Set Radio Future, which is basically like a techno advanced version of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, and you spray paint rival gang tags and you avoid the police and you have little like really crazy boss battles that you see. Um, but it's yeah. all held together by this really simple mechanic of um, jumping, grinding on rails, doing tricks and spray painting. That's the whole game. Yeah, there's basically four actions. Correct. And it, it's this nice, simple thing. And it's all held together by uh, DJ Professor K, yeah. uh, the, the artificial radio DJ in this world. Who uh, spins these this, this, the music in the background that kind of pushes you forward through the game? Yeah, and the um, soundtrack, by the way, while we're talking about that, maybe, is incredible. Like, except for maybe the Tony Hawk series, the greatest 
soundtrack in a video game yeah. ever. Yes. So good. So <laughs> impeccably good. Earworms. Every it, single every, track is a fucking earworm. Every track is so, so well placed. And they present it to you in game as a DJ who's mixing the radio tracks like as you're playing it. Yeah. And the farther you get in the game, the more tracks that come through the radio. Yeah, um, right. It, it's it's featured like th- this crazy cell shaded graphics and all these like very distinct, unique worlds. Yeah, um, the cell shading <clears throat> was not totally unique at the time, but it was rarely employed. I yeah. think they were yeah. one of the first couple of games that I took notice of. That uh, Thirteen look. was another game that was, did that. Yeah. Certainly, uh, one of the, one of the games that did it the best, I think, yeah. hands down. Oh, it's so cool! But it, there's it made me want to. Uh, at the time, I was doing a lot of 3D modeling. It made me want to make like cell shaded right. shit all the time. I mean, you you the, the the levels are so memorable in that game. Uh, Shibuya from the basic like Shibuya Terminal. Here you go. We're throwing you out into Tokyo. Grind all these rails. Spray paint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to like Hayabusa Square. I remember um, that game too. There's so there's there's an entire level of this game which is basically just a giant theme park. So you're grinding and tagging spray paint like at light speed on a roller coaster. You're grinding a roller coaster rail and spray painting. I don't remember that. Oh, dude. Uh, uh, Sky Dinosaurian Square. That's the name of the level. Oh, um, I don't remember that. There's a uh, there's an entire level that's the skyscraper district and Pharaoh Park, which I is remember that that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's all this, kinds of Egyptian shit all over the place. Yes, right. Pyramids and you like uh, grind up the corner of a pyramid. Yeah, just right. Light up that. Yeah, and, it was and, awesome. And the thing is, it was a game that encouraged exploration because they had graffiti tags in very hard to reach places that you yeah. had to hit to to progress in the game. And the way that worked is that like the the the, the graffiti locations are marked on like you can Correct. see them. So you, you can, can see them on map everywhere. Yeah. You can I, spray where they tell you I gotta, to get to. I got to I got to try this. If I um, if, if it's not going to be released on Steam anytime soon, I'm going to emulate it for sure. You should. Yeah. Uh, it, it, like my favorite thing about this game is maybe that it had a multiplayer mode that was wholly unnecessary, but they <clears> included it anyway, just for the fucking fun of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there were there were games like Graffiti Tag where you had a time limit and you had to spray more graffiti than the other players. It was up to four, four player split screen. And then there was one called Ball Hog, which was a game that I remember my friends and I would play on ball. Play ball. You're a ball hog. You would play ball. Uh, we would play ball hog for hours. Basically, the multiplayer. They game. put you on a circular track, and you have to grind and uh, uh, like uh, boost your way through this entire circular track with the ball in your possession. And if you can make it one whole circuit with the ball in your possession, yeah, uh, then you win. You can't spray. You can't attack anybody with when you have the ball. You just have to run. Uh, but the other players can spray you and attack you and okay. get the ball from you. That's funny. So you you could play you could play a match that would last you ten minutes, or you could play a match that would last you an hour. And it half. seems a little bit like King of the Hill kind of, kind yeah. of. But you can't attack. But you have to race around with the ball. Yeah. yeah. And we would play uh, like hours of just ball hog on multi the multiplayer there. So Jets at Radio Future, uh, just based purely on the fact that the the level design is incredible. The the graphic design is incredible and the soundtrack yeah. is fucking incredible. Yeah, uh, it, my favorite game ever. Uh, a game that nobody picks as their favorite game. I love it. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's really good. You yeah. don't even have to defend that to me, Dave. What's your favorite game? That's, I'm gonna listen from the other. That's room. really tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like a horrible question. I feel like the game that is the oldest that I still regularly play. 
which might be a good metric of like what's your favorite, right? Yeah. Like, like no matter how much time goes by, you still usually take the this fair, thing out. Usually, the I, I've come to find that like the more recent ones that you can play, yeah, uh, like for like Assassin's Creed or some of the other ones, like they, they have like oh, I spent a good amount of time or a Witcher or whatever it was, like I spent a good amount of time playing it. It was a great experience, but that's it. I'm not going to come back to it. Exactly. And yeah. so I'll, I'll never come back to the first Witcher. I'm glad I played it, but I'm never yeah. going to come back no, to it. I will right. not revisit Witcher 1 or Witcher 2. <laughs> Witcher 3 was great, but I'm never coming back. I bet you won't play Dark reason, Souls again either, Ben. The only reason I'll come back is because yeah. of Gwent. Yeah. Like uh, I, in, in the Witcher. You know what? I, I'm fucking off. I feel like I'm missing a lot by not playing Gwent, but I'm terrible at deck building. No, it, it doesn't. Like, you just have to find people, and it, it becomes a numbers game very quickly. Like, that's yeah, all I, it really I, becomes. I don't get it. I don't uh, get Gwent. I, I haven't played it at all. So yeah. it. Um, uh, one of these times I'll explain it to you, but the, uh, no, I get it. I just, I just suck at it. I don't want to play it. <laughs> what was, what was your older game that you still revisit regularly? I think the one that I still play quite a bit, considering how old it is, is a Super Nintendo game Ooh. called Claymates. Claymates. Nobody knows what this is. You, you might have told me about this before. Claymates. It is a Super Nintendo title where you play as a blue ball. Uh, okay, you play as a boy. A blue ball. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You play as a boy, balls. a boy named Clayton who was turned into a blue ball of clay, right? <laughs> okay. Clayton. By some weird, okay. some scientist did something to you, and now you're a ball of clay. I'm with you so far. So that's the premise, is you're basically like your small Mario version is you as a ball of clay, right? And then you get power-ups as you play the game. So if you pick up a gray ball of clay, you become the mouse. That can It's a platformer, and you can run fast. You can bark at people. You can do stuff like that. If you become the squirrel, you can, like, chuck nuts at people. If you become <laughs> the whale, you can obviously swim without drowning, right? And you, you go throughout the levels picking up other balls of clay and taking on their powers. Okay. It, so cool. it sounds like... It sounds a little weird, but... It's made a lot better by the fact that all of the in-game sprites are, like, actually clay-looking. Like, the whole thing looks like it's made out of clay, which makes it a lot of fun. Like, it's yeah. visually really fun. The platformer itself is super cool. Like, uh, uh, the, the power-ups are, like, really rewarding. I don't know. I, I, and I don't, I'm guessing distinct, like really yeah. unique yes. from each other, right? Yeah, like every power up is super distinct. I have it, never heard of this one, and I actually need, feel like I need to look it up. That's yeah, the thing with, like, with a good platformer. It's it's basically it boils down to how good does it look, how good is the jump mechanic, and how good do the power ups make me okay. feel? So right how that, good does the jump mechanic? <laughs> how good? Yeah, well, the jump mechanic incidentally is very good. It plays exactly the way that like so it uh, does the, the it does. <laughs> How good? Yeah. How well? How well programmed is the jump mechanic? Is it's very good. Yeah. yeah, the thing is like that same thing of like where where Mario would like uh like when you would jump and release was like very specific. You yeah. got to you got to know how it felt. Yeah, and you could nail those jumps because you knew when to let go. Claymates feels very similar. You have a loftiness to the jump that can be released at any time when you drop the button. Yeah. Um, if you get uh, two of the same uh, color clay ball, you get an extra ball hovering around you. And when you attack, it just shoots out and hits other things and comes back. Yeah. So you have like a range attack if you like continue to not get hit. Okay. I don't know. That game, it's hard to explain it, I guess. But between the aesthetics and the rewarding like nature of the gameplay and uh, the fact that it has that world map where you go from level to level 
And uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Same as like Super Mario Three, where you go around the map and you mm-hmm. choose levels from there. There's so, a lot to yeah. love. You're chalking that up to favorite ever? <clears throat> I think it's well, it's just the one that I still come back. It's to. one of your big ones as a kid. Nothing like, wrong with that's, that. That's, Between that's, that, that's, that's kind of what I, I wanted to get to. Like, what was what was what's the one that you even still look back on? Like, I would play that again. I think that's it's or I do future. play that again. That and Cool Spot, which I've talked about on the Seven show. Up Cool Spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't talk more about um, it on this show, yeah. but Cool Spot and those two, th- those two are like the games I always mm-hmm. want to play. I don't get tired of them. That's 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 really great though. <laughs> Um, do any, any of the other guys have any? Uh, you have yeah, a, what's I, your favorite game, Ben? Mine, mine definitely. Uh, I like. I've been thinking about this the entire time that you, the rest of you guys have been talking, and I was worried that you, Chris, were gonna were gonna uh, say it first. Uh, I think honestly, all told, in retrospect, my favorite game is probably Splinter Cell Chaos. Theory. So good. We, oh <laughs> shit! We've talked at length about this, bow, bow, and, and I, I haven't yeah. played this I, game. That's it, I actually did not play enough of this game. Oh. It's it's it, it can does. He, can it you get it still on Steam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh you, you definitely can. Still and it's Steam. got co-op. And if you get it, we'll play co-op. Yeah. We'll find a way to play. Co-op. Yeah, right. I think the um, names were Steve and Bob that I told you GameStop used or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory does a lot of things for me. Uh, you know, so I, I, I told you my most played game on Steam is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Tom Clancy games in general. I, I, I. You know, as 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 much of a pacifist as I claim to be, I really do like these, you know, special ops. Yeah. You know, fucking, you know, yeah. you know, American heroism kind right, of, right, kind right. of thing. Yeah. And I love spy fiction and and Splinter Cell is has always been the perfect blend of that. And Chaos Theory is the perfect iteration of Chaos or, or of uh, of of the Splinter Cell franchise. Um, it, Maximum chaos. Well, it it has the best soundtrack. Yes. It it uh, it it takes all of the best mechanics from the previous two games, mm-hmm. and and blends them into one one magnificent uh, 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 thing. So Splinter Cell is one I had on Xbox, the first Splinter Cell, the yeah. very first Splinter Cell. What yeah. is new or exciting about Chaos Theory that elevates that game? Play? The control scheme. The control scheme. The control scheme is really great. The animations are are a lot more fluid. Uh, for one thing, in in Chaos Theory, uh, you can move quickly while crouched, uh, okay. which I which I don't think you could do in the first Splinter Cell. Okay. Um, the uh, some of the gadgets are consolidated. In the first Splinter Cell, you had you had a sticky camera and you had a, a like a sticky gas trap. Uh, yeah. th- those have both been consolidated into one gadget in Chaos Theory. You can it, use either either oh, or. Yeah, like on a one sticky thing. object, you could deploy one of two. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Chaos Theory has the. Or no, the first one had the uh, the airfoil round, yeah, right? Airfoil yeah. round. Oh yeah, yeah. They uh, bring that back. Yeah, the third one has that too. Um, the second one did not. No, it did not. Uh, hmm. Pandora tomorrow. Pandora tomorrow. Yeah, still not bad. Pandora no. tomorrow was good. They they tried different things. GameCube I, I, yeah. exclusive Pandora tomorrow. No, it was on the, the PS2 as oh, well. That's right. It yeah, it was on there. It was on the PC as well. Um, you can't find a copy on, of it yeah. anywhere that that really works on Windows 10. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, uh, Chaos Theory. Chaos Theory had a lot of. Uh, it had improved uh, uh, melee mechanics. You you know you could you could you know get up on on other dudes more easily if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking yes. about. <laughs> also, um, graphics that still look really good today. 
Oh it, yeah. Overall, yeah, they it, actually have aged fairly it's, well. It's actually really surprising Be- how good they look because there. the lighting was such an integral part of the stealth in that game. Yes, they had to bring it. Um, and, yeah. and this, the lighting is, is just perfect in chaos theory. What they do really early in the very first level is when you're trying, your mission is to rescue, uh, Bruce Morgan Holt. Yes. The, uh, the, uh, uh, computer programmer. And when you, when you, you're coming down a ramp and it leads into this big tunnel that, that, um, you know, is going the opposite way and you see him. You hanging. see his shadow, the shadow of him hanging by tied, you know, tied by his wrist to a pipe, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, <laughs> it, it makes great use of like volumetric shadow and volumetric yeah. lighting. Uh, so, they're, they're basically they have him hooked up to a car battery, right? Like they're right. they're electrocuting him in a bathtub with his hands tied. Yeah. Spo- uh, spoiler alert: first level, you you, you can't uh, you can't save him from that. Correct. Um, but yeah, it, it 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 does a great job of 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 the lighting that that really like I it's it's hard to explain this, but 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 the way lighting is in in modern games, you don't really get the same sense of shadow and and light. You know when yeah. you, when you can tell something is right around the corner. Yeah, I know Sie- what you mean. Siege actually does a pretty good job of that. Like it'll project shadows from like if there's a floodlight on the floor, it'll like show it on the on the wall, so you can you know you can tell when someone's going around the corner. It's like a really really deliberate lighting mechanic that it like unless they build yeah. that in with the express purpose of conveying stuff like that, like unless it's right. important to the game, they kind of ignore it. Yeah, and and Siege does that really well. Chaos Theory does that mm-hmm. really well. Fear does that really well. Fear does, fear does yeah. that very well. Fear, fear, fear does that well. exceptionally well. Yeah. I, um, I had fear ruined for me at one point because uh, one of my friends. No, it, it wasn't like the the story was ruined. It right? was that all of the scares were ruined because if you pay attention to the game, they auto save right before everything happens. Yeah. So if you <laughs> notice the auto save, then you will know like, oh, something's about to happen. Like, that it's makes gonna be it better okay. for me. That makes me able to play the game <laughs> yeah, right. without like shitting my pants. Agreed. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some kind I of love scary games to, like uh, Dead Space and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. those are those are my shit that I like. Resident Evil Seven, Alien and, Isolation. Yes. You know, Ben. Oh my god, Alien Isolation. It's worth noting that Chaos Theory is literally ten dollars right Dude, now. Dude, buy it. It's ten dollars on Steam. It's worth more. It's you, you literally ten dollars. It's it's worth a lot more Dude. than ten dollars. And absolutely. actually, yeah. and I'll give if, you three. If you got forty bucks uh, to spare, you can get Chaos Theory. Splinter Cell Conviction Deluxe Edition. Yep, that's the Splinter big one. Cell it's got Double problems Agent running on PC. And Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, uh, meaning I assume the, original. the first. The original. The, the original. Yeah, it was called bucks. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. You, you should play the original Splinter with Cell. Jeremy just, Irons. Or not, with Jeremy Irons? What was his name? Uh, 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 Michael I, Ironside. I, 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 I totally fucked that up. It was Ma- Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. <laughs> I like Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Lambert. 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 <laughs> yeah. It, Just because he's dead doesn't mean I have to leave him hanging there like why did a piece you, of meat. Why did you torture Morganholt? Why did you torture Morganholt? <clears throat> Dude's payday is Friday. Why? I really want to buy Dude, this game. Buy it. Get Chaos Get Theory. Chaos it's, Theory. It's, Actually, it's, Honestly, I just now selected as my favorite game of all time. Listen, Do you not trust me? Uh, Actually, the, the only game that uh, up until like at the beginning, uh, official Xbox <laughs> magazine gave a perfect score to. Yeah, right. Something yeah. they said they would never do. Yeah, right. They gave Chaos Theory a perfect score. It is perfect. It is a perfect game. Yeah, the only thing wrong with it is Sam Fisher's eyelids. 
He, he's got this weird like his this, eyelids. He just never blinks the entire. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you torture Morgan Holt? Um, I do. Have, I do have a game recommendation though for um, any of you guys. We're not there yet. Recommendations are the end. Okay. Yeah. Well, I and didn't. on that, can you tell note, me one reason the world wouldn't be a better place without you? <laughs> I think we ought to what? call this a segment. Yeah, we have to, and come back with recommendations. You can okay. make a, you can make it an extra recommendation. Well, all right. I think it's about Lambert. Time. Lambert. Like, what is happening? Fifth freedom, Fisher. Fifth freedom. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. <laughs> so why don't we do ourselves a favor, take a little break, and we will come back with recommendations and what we good. smoking and drinking. And drinking. And, drinking. and alcoholism. How you doing there, Peter Stinklage? You still oh, holding on? Peter Stinklage? He's hanging in there. Oh, yeah, he's just right at the top of the glass. You Peter see him, Stinklage. See him right there? He's got nowhere else to go. Trying to get the fuck out of this glass. <laughs> trying, trying to cling on to the last bit of oxygen oh, he has. You guys need an Instagram so you can post pictures of this shit that happens. It's Poor just, Peter Stinklage. I can tell it's steamy in there because I can see his footprints across the top of the glass. <laughs> yeah, let, let some oxygen in there, yeah. for God's sakes. Come on, Peter Stinklage. Get some air. Stinklage, Peter Stinklage, Peter Stinklage, Peter Stinklage. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Stinklage, Peter Stinklage, Peter Stinklage, Peter Stinklage, Peter Deadlock to you whenever we were recording, or was yes. that okay? Okay, I yes, just wanted to make sure. You right. did. Yeah, you did. we talked Go about ahead. Deadlock while we were still on. Good. Oh, are we on? Yeah. Oh, we're on now. We're oh, on now. Are we rolling? Okay. Yes. Oh, oh hi, Alan. Are, are we rolling? Ah, Thank you all for joining us on this very long episode of the Three Dude Guest. Woo! Three Dudes Throwback to when we did three <laughs> hour episodes. Out, we really like video games. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? And, and can't shut Who up knew? about them. Oh. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, Tyler, as host, uh, I am going to tell you that it's recommendation time. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, but of course, Tyler, uh, I leave it to you. How do you want to do this thing? So um, recommendations. I had a recommendation before we took a break, and now I can't remember for the life of me. Well, that, means you, that, means you gotta, that means you got to throw it to someone else. Fortunately dude. for you, I remember my recommendation. <laughs> that sounds like a good call. Right, Brady, so ben, what, what do you, you recommend for so yours? So, Ben, what do you... No. No. Uh, no. Well... Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, uh, a thing that's on Viceland TV. Vice is historically not good at anything, uh, <laughs> but Viceland is historically pretty good at uh, creative programming. Uh, so there's a, uh, a show that just came on Viceland. It's called Dark Side of the Ring. Um, Dark Side of the Ring. They did five episodes based on... Are you uh, sure this isn't a Transformers movie? I'm 100% <laughs> sure. Are you sure no. this isn't a Pink Floyd album? <laughs> Uh, no, it's called Dark Side of the Ring. It's basically a little mini uh, episodic documentaries um, based on uh, things that happen about wrestlers or about wrestling. Um, and as the name oh. implies, it's uh, it's some of the darker parts of wrestling history. That ring. So, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, it's called Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, the squared Circle. Uh, oh, one of the episodes is it. about the the uh, murder of uh, a famous 1980s wrestler Bruiser Brody. 
Uh, one of them is about uh, wrestler the fabulous Moolah. Um, is he just happy in there? One of the one of them is about the disappearance dying, of so. uh, glorious Gino. Stink Floyd. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, just giving him some air. I'm okay. sorry. It's all right. Um, no, but uh, it's called Dark Side of the Ring, and it's basically uh, just this, this these little episodic documentaries about some of the uh, sadder uh, history of professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, and it's really worth a watch. Each documentary is very effective at uh, kind of uh, explaining certain horrible things that happened in wrestling's history. Can I ask a question yeah. about it? Yeah. Are there people they cover that – I wouldn't know about yes that were important and that essentially got wiped out for reasons that are really sad. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Is um, it's not just the names cover I cover ups. Specifically, there's one uh, about the Von Erich brothers, who any professional wrestling fan who is listening would know uh, about Carrie, Kevin, David, all the Von Erichs. There, there was like a wrestling family, wrestling I dynasty. Never heard of uh, their father, Fritz Von Erich, famous uh, old old school wrestler. Um, uh, the Von Eriks are basically like the Kennedys of wrestling. Their entire family has horrible things befall every single one of them. Oh, lots of, uh, drug addiction, lots of suicide, lots of, and it's maybe one of the saddest things I've ever watched. The, the, you know, oh. documentary about the Von Eriks really up on this show. You know what's tonight. terrible is yeah. my, my gut instinct is to ask who's the Ted Kennedy of that family, the Ted Kennedy of that family. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name because <laughs> he was, he was the one who got into wrestling after his war. <laughs> Talented brothers had died. Oh, right. Um, and he got into it trying to fill the 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 family name, like trying to live up to the family so name. There really is a dead uh, Yes. Well, yeah. he, he tried to yeah. live up to the... F I can't remember which Von Erich it is because, honestly, he was very unmemorable in the ring. <laughs> that makes but, me sad. But it ends... Spoiler alert. It ends with him committing suicide because oh, he can't... Jesus. So that's their Ted Kennedy. Much like Gene Kane. Holy shit. Much like TV's Dean Kane. Yeah, who committed suicide. You might suicide. remember from being a notorious piece of human garbage <laughs> they pulled him off the street and cleaned um, him up who no. just days ago jumped off a bridge <laughs> so yeah uh, Dark Side of the Ring on Viceland very good uh, little episodic documentaries the it sounds like they're going to be making a second season of it um, I'm going to make another very quick recommendation on the positive side of wrestling oh, nice. I think all of you should watch AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view AEW is all elite wrestling Brand new wrestling new promotion. promotion. New promotion. Oh, thank God because WWE shit. is fucking garbage. <laughs> Vince McMahon does not know how to run a company anymore. <laughs> he has no creative. He knows team. how to do anything. He sucks. WWE is garbage. Yeah. AEW did a, a pay per view. So you're not hyped for XFL anymore. I, uh, I'm hyped for XFL. I'm, still, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, super yeah, hyped. I'm that. super hyped for XFL. I am not hyped for anything that WWE does <laughs> ever in the future. All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing. It was their first pay per view event. Uh, word around the street is the official numbers haven't been released yet, but word around the street is that they smashed pay per view buy rate records. Ooh, features hmm. a really good match between. Uh, uh, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, both of his sons, uh, Dustin, who was famously Gold Dust in the WWF, uh -huh. uh, and his son, Cody, who is going to be probably the biggest star in this promotion. This is a really good <clears throat> match between uh, Kenny. That's the o American Nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Dustin Dustin Runnels. Royland. So um, <laughs> Dustin Royland. <laughs> uh, also, a lot of great tag team wrestling. There's also a really good match between Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, who are continuing their uh, feud from New Japan. 
AEW as opposed to old Japan. Uh, AEW is going to fucking kill the wrestling industry in the best way possible. <laughs> They're going to shake things up, bye, just, bye. just like the XFL. I think so too. Actually, if you're, if you're trying to be ironic, I'm fucking excited for the XFL. I am too. I honestly, wow. I really hope that that comes back and makes a return. Yeah. And yeah. it does a positive change. It feels but, like the right time. Well, that's what AEW is aiming to do, because that's I think good. all wrestling fans are, are fucking bored to tears with whatever crap WDBU is forcing on the market. So well, I just every, wrote down, every few years they have to change. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I wrote down AEW promotion. What is the what what was in the name of the fight? American All, all Elite Wrestling. All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. Any, any particular name for the fight or just... Uh, Double or Nothing is the name of the paper. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, AEW Double or Nothing. Um, you can find most of it on Daily Motion. You can also uh, uh, rent it from their website, which I would recommend because you get to see yep. the full quality unedited version yeah, of it. Give them your money. They're doing something cool. Give them your money. They also, yeah. most yeah. importantly, have a contract with uh, TNT, the Turner Network, who famously wow. owned uh, or, or hosted uh, WCW, which was the best thing that ever happened to WWF wrestling. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Gave them competition. I was told yeah. it sucked, but WCW. I no, yeah, WCW. I was told sucked, but I'm not a wrestling it's fanatic. If you, if you want to do wrestling. an entire episode about this, we could talk at length about <laughs> about how but you're the, wrong. But the short the, version that'll be between you two. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know what to do about after. wrestling. It sounds like the short version is it wasn't bad, and also it made it WWE bad. step up their game. It did for a long time. It ran. It ran wrestling. Yeah. Um, but this is this is good. This is why AEW is good because it gives WWE competition, yeah. and it will eventually make the product better, and, and wrestling as a whole will be better, which yeah. is good because I want to watch wrestling again. I haven't watched <laughs> wrestling in a long time. Uh, I it's watched this pay per view all four and a half hours of it. I watched the whole thing top to bottom. Oh. It's fucking good. It's worth watching the whole thing. Jim <laughs> good, Jim Ross gets to do commentary again, which is even better. When we last watch rented it. WrestleMania here. Which was a while ago, in fairness. Right. It was was the Undertaker's retirement match. Yes. He's not retired. He's wrestling again. They paid because they're hurting for ratings. They dug Mark Calloway back up to wrestle again because they are they're fucking suffering right now. The point I was going to make is that it wasn't a bad WrestleMania, but I only kind of cared about half of it. Yeah, exactly. A large amount of it was me going, I don't know who these dudes in duck feathers are. (laughs) I don't know who this is. This didn't land like it didn't feel no. authentic epic the way that like WrestleMania should in yeah. in relation to that like and uh, not sound like feeling authentic like this is the random fact kind of thing that I had seen and I this is gonna sound really crappy because I don't remember what wrestler it was mm. that would do this He'll but um, it was uh, a really famous wrestler in the uh, WWE franchise that. He wouldn't lean into the moves that they would make. He would pull away from them to make it more difficult for the other the other actors to be able to do this. Oh. And apparently, one of the wrestlers was a big guy and was like, "I'm not taking any of your shit," <laughs> and fucked him up because he wouldn't like. It, because normally, like if if you're gonna about to do like a full Nelson or whatever it would be, you would lean into it. Nelson. So I, I don't. I'm know. sorry, that's really. It's, <laughs> I'm using this as an no, example I know, because I, know. I don't know wrestling. So I know. I know. I'll be, um, I'm, 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 it sounded dickish. It's not meant to be dickish. <laughs> so, it's just I'm a, I'm a wrestling nerd. So 
they uh they, like he like normally you would lean into it so that like I help you and then you're not as hard as me. Uh, it's called sandbagging it. when you don't yeah. when you don't sell for your so yeah. He would sandbag essentially on the move on every single move because he was a well known wrestler and he would do it only on people like that were not as well known as him. How do you get to the top? And I don't. Be I don't un- know. Collaborative like that and uh, just by being a rich dick and so he would do this and. Sounds and I'm going to have to look up his name because I saw it just recently and I didn't commit it. To that could memory. be one of a hundred different guys. So, <laughs> and I, I yeah. I'll, I'll find really? it. Really? I yeah. really do know where I can find it at. Cause I, I know where I saw it. And, uh, he like, uh, I don't, yeah, I think it was, um, one of the guys, like he, he did it to this guy and who was like, uh, probably six inches taller than him. And, he just threw him yeah, into like, the. It. I'm grabbing. Like, I'm gonna bury this you. You talking about and broke his neck? Are you talking no, about? No, he didn't break his neck. Oh, he okay. broke something, but I think it was his leg or his arm. Oh, or something okay. Because like I was cause gonna he say tried that. to catch his fall whenever he freaked out. Like, oh my god, he's gonna really throw me into this. That and sounds no like here. that sounds like Brock Lesnar uh, breaking uh, Bob Holly's neck. Bob Holly famously <laughs> sandbagged uh, famous meat meat muscle Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar uh, dropped him on his head and broke meat his neck. Beef junk. <laughs> Um, yeah, because, yeah, uh, that's what that sounds like to me. Uh, but, yeah, uh, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, watch Double or Nothing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to watch can one. Can I get it online? You can. Uh, like I said, most of it is on Daily Motion. You can uh, you can it's stream on, the on their website. Support right? the. Yeah, support a, them. Yeah. Please go to the website. Yeah. I, I couldn't find a way to rent it at first, which was really frustrating. I, I had a hard time finding the actual rental. Yeah. I know they're going to release it on Blu-ray soon, too, as well. Um, but, uh, I watched the first part on daily motion and then I actually found the rental and finished it. Uh, if you're going to watch one match, watch Cody and Dustin Rhodes go at it in a fucking bloodbath. Really good match. Really good promotion. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's good for wrestling. Watch it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fucking great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to make wrestling great again. Yeah. Oh, so make it great again. Make it great again. So <laughs> who's next? Recommendations. Tally, you gotta shoot it. Who's who's recommendation? So I had a recommendation, right. and I literally wrote it down because I knew that I was not going to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, better to do that than to not do it. Right. So I I actually have uh, a recommendation, which is a movie, and it was called uh, Indie Game, the film. I and have seen this. Yeah, I'm glad that someone has because yeah, you were the Netflix. first. You were the first. It was. I don't uh. know if it still is. So you are the first person that I've run into that has run has it's seen great. this film. So this indie is, game, the movie, the book, <laughs> the game, tape. Now for some reason, the movie, picture. the book, for the some game. Reason, like I was looking it up a little bit ago. I was like, I was it called Ready Player Two? No, that wasn't it. Like no. it was, I was, I was just trying to remember the name of this game, this movie, and. So this this film is 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 a real documentary. It's yep. uh it took place in 2012 and it was about wow, the production of uh Super, Super Meat, Meat Boy. Boy. Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy is one. As he like punches out the front tooth of his, of the character. Yeah. Um I loved Super Meat Boy by the way. Meat Boy's great. And um yeah. so so uh it was about the production of Super Meat Boy and in uh it, just in line with that it was about the production of Fez. The Yes. Uh, is his name John Fish? Yes. And so in this film, they follow both production companies, essentially, and what they go through in their experiences trying to be an indie developer Uh at that time. Because 2012 was not very supportive of of indie 
uh, indie companies. Yeah. And indie gaming blew up in the last five years easy. Yes. yes. Not seven. 2014, 2015, somewhere right around there, but it did not exist. I mean, it was it was there, but it, it wasn't really supported by the mainstream. Right. Yeah, the, uh, the console company. people weren't into it. You, no, you didn't have no. any shovel knights or, no, or cupheads no, no. or anything. Right. So um, uh, Super Meat Boy was produced there, and in the film... They uh, they talked about like how hard it was to work across the country between like two or three people, two or three people. If you've ever played Super Meat Boy, they built that game from yeah. ground up. There was uh, it was uh, two guys that worked on the graphics, and I think one guy worked on the the uh, coding of it. And it was a phenomenal game. If like, I remember honestly, correctly, it was like two dudes with no health insurance who were yeah. super broke and, and his, just needed and his, this to work. His uh, girlfriend or fiance or whoever it was loved one of the guys who did it enough to, to be able to support him to do it. Yeah, and that's that was incredible because like that. I mean, you guys a weirdo, but uh, the, like he was, was <laughs> he seemed like a really nice guy. I kind of feel like the, both guys, all all three guys in yes. this movie are fucking weirdos, and, but they're endearing. But. Uh, I do have to say though that um, the the guy who made Fez was kind Fish. of a dick. Like he was a bit of a douche in the whole film, and he was the one dude that I feel like let the development process get to him in a way that he kind of went. He rebuilt at the game seven times. Yes, and, and he yeah he suffered for his development because yes. he did. You're right. He. He went through so much overwork, and he was a one-man team. He didn't have he, a team. He went through think. a couple guys, but it was mainly just him and one other person that would swap out every so often. Imagine you're making a sandcastle. Yeah. And then the waves wreck it eight times. Yeah. And by the time it's done, you don't care if anyone likes it. You don't care how good it looks, except no, I, that it has to meet your personal standards. You Fez don't care what anyone else thinks. Fed was a, Fez was a great game if you, if you played it. And... They uh, in the film just follows the, the the hard work and the uh, one of the guys who was the programmer of Super Meat Boy actually, mm-hmm. um, and I like I really felt for him because this was one of the things that like in a side a side note that was like more of a personal thing for me, I kind of related to him and he wanted he ended up having to move back with his parents to be able to afford to work on this and it was his passion and he cared about it and they ended up. Posting the game on Xbox Live because and that that was where that was more Microsoft supported them, yes. and it was supposed to be on the top twelve, and they had paid extra to make sure that within the first twenty four hours it was on that top listing. Yeah. So whenever players went to it, they saw it, and it wasn't there, right. and he was losing his mind. And I understood like that that stress that was right there. Yeah. At that point, right. And, and it, after so many hours, it showed up, and they made like twenty four or forty eight million dollars within the first twenty four hours, or something like that. Like it was ridiculous. No, it can't be it, that big, was it? Oh, it was big, and they they made a lot of money. I'm trying to remember. It was within twenty four hours they made a ton of money. I know that they made enough money to fully justify every little bit of scraping they did to make that game. Yes, but and it was heavily reliant on. They submitted code to Microsoft, right? Yeah. And then they had to wait. Yes, they did. Like make and, sure it's authorized. But like, what what I related to was that the guy who worked who had to move back with his parents, he wanted to be able to pay off his parents' house, mm-hmm. and that like he he worked so hard to be able to do this that he wanted to. He's like, if this pans out, I'm gonna take care of them. Like they mm-hmm. they they helped me and they did this for me and they 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 put themselves out there. Yeah. And when the game came out, first thing he did paid off his parents' house. 
Like he he took care of like he did it and he he came through and that was fantastic. It made me so happy to see like part of this film come to fruition and like the some some other portions of it and like I know this is an older game and if it's still on Netflix I really think you should go watch it. And, it's worth like the hour and twenty minutes or whatever it is. It's not a long film. What's it called again? Indie game the movie. Indie yeah. game, the movie. You'll recognize it by the bright blue thumbnail yes. of what looks like it's Space Invaders type graphics over. It's either that or the original display, the poster of it was a Super Nintendo controller hanging from a power line. Oh, that's it. No, that's it. That's it. Okay. And that that that's my recommendation because honestly, <laughs> it's 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 a really heartfelt. Like it's, it's a, they cared about what they were doing, and it made me feel really close to what they were it's a good movie yeah it's yeah. a really good movie actually so for what it's worth All as right. a side note i can't remember what his name is the dude that developed braid aaron hansen yes he is in the film uh, too uh jonathan uh, jonathan him. blow jonathan blow right yeah. i think his name is jonathan blow he, sure. he had finished the film he had finished the game before the movie had aired and fuck him for because <laughs> like how, how how he created that game and like how he worked towards it Right. He was such a perfectionist that it it kept the game from being released. But just and as a side note, that fucking dude, while he was developing that puzzle game he released, which I think is called The Witness, it yeah. took yes, years that, to do. Yeah, while yeah. he was developing that, I don't know if you remember, he posted to Twitter just like something like, like kind of like, uh, still working hard, still doing the grind kind of thing, with a picture of what ostensibly looks like he's peeing into a two liter bottle. Which it was like, you never see his penis, but you see a tube probably connected to a funnel that he's probably peeing in. That, that, I feel like that is going to be lost to history, but that's a super weird thing. Uh, Anyway, so, anyway. Um, <laughs> so uh, Ben, you got anything? Yeah, I want to recommend League of Legends. No, I want to recommend smoking and drinking. <laughs> no. no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not recommending League of Legends. Lodge of Losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, what uh, what I'm what I'm going to recommend uh, instead is is. Uh, <laughs> I, I might get more mileage out of this than other people, but uh, Sven Co-op is still a thing. Sven. Oh, Sven Co-op. Sven. Oh, Sven. Oh, Sven. Oh, Sven. Like, like frozen Sven. Why are you not coming to Sven's gym? <laughs> you are so vascular and muscular. Oh, Sven, you are so vascular. And I love you. You are so buff and cute. Oh, no, please get away from my huge muscles. <laughs> so Sven, what Sven Co-op <laughs> actually is. So what this actually is. Yeah. Is, is yeah. it's free on Steam. For, for one free thing. Free on? Sven Co-op? Sven Sven, Sven, co-op. Sven. co-op. It's free on Steam. It. I. I used to play it a lot when I was a young lad. It's a mod for the original Half Life. You don't even. When I ne- was a young lad. You. You don't even need the original Half Life to play it. You. You can just like jump on and and start uh, start doing. So it's actually standalone. It's a standalone. At this point, it it's is a, a standalone. Oh, okay, right. That makes uh, sense. It, it used to be a Half Life mod. Um. <clears throat> But it 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 uh, it's if if you ever want any of that old school bizarre, you know, PC gaming stuff where mm-hmm. you just download a custom map, you just jump into it, and whatever you laid it into, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what Sven Co-op is. Okay. Um, 
there's there's a lot of weird shit it, uh, as the name implies it's all cooperative there's no versus mode there's no anything you just jump into a server whatever everyone else is doing uh working towards an objective uh uh, uh shooting a bunch of monsters trying to survive that's what you do and it's all done in the half-life one engine so there there's all sorts of weird now who is sven uh, I don't know. He's Jimmo. <laughs> He's nope. Jimmo. Does nobody know who Sven is? I, I have no idea. That's just what the mod is called. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, Sven might have been the developer. Maybe it, it, it might have been a man yeah. named Sven involved. Involved. But you in don't play as Sven. Sure. You don't play as Sven. You 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 play as uh, if you if you go into the options menu like you would in the original Half Life, you select your character model, you decide <clears throat> your player name, sure, and you just. You, so you just, could be Sven. You could be Sven if you wanted to. You just play. You just you just go in and and uh, you know I, <laughs> there's so many maps for this fucking thing. I've never even played them all. Okay, They're, right. You, you know you you just go in and it's like uh, you know oh you got to rescue scientists and uh, you know oh shit there's aliens in a courtyard. You got to shoot <laughs> the aliens. Okay, so it's it, scenario packs. It's just, it's just a bunch of scenario packs. Okay, you, you you'll download. Whatever shit you don't have before the game, and it only takes like you There's know so many spend mods. Oh my god, Half Life! <laughs> yeah, it only, it only takes like thirty to sixty seconds to download everything you need. Okay, there's like co-ops and other things that you could find for that. Yeah, it 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 really is just like there's co-op campaigns. Uh, the it was originally made as a co-op mode for the original Half Life campaign. Where okay, you, where you could just play the original Half Life campaign with a bunch of friends. Um. But then, yeah, then there's a bunch there's a bunch of custom shit that people make and and continue to make somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, not a lot of people play it, so join a populated server and just fuck around. People are still playing this. People are people still <clears throat> play this. I was just you playing, mean to tell me a mod for Half Life One still has an active user base. I was playing this two nights ago, dude. <laughs> You can just jump in a server, fuck around, have some fun. Dude, people are still playing OG RuneScape, and you're asking if yeah. people yeah, are still I playing know, I know. Oh my god, OG RuneScape. Yeah, people are still modding Doom. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, Sven Co-op. It's free on Steam. Just jump in, have some fucking fun. Just, just fuck around. If you don't know what else to do with your evening, join a Sven Co-op server. And just <laughs> and just be Sven shoots be Sven shoot some shoot some aliens have a have a fucking have a fun Sven night. venture it's it, Sven venture it, it really is a great deal of fun I, oh, I, I Sven, really do we know it. you can do these oh um, Sven oh Sven you must rescue us from the aliens do, Sven oh, Sven fuck us with your huge wiener. <laughs> I am Sven, and I'm here to take monsters and kick ass. I am Sinistar. (laughs) Your huge Scandinavian Wiener is so scary, Sven. Well, thanks enough. (laughs) Well, thanks. Has has everyone offered a recommendation? No, I have not. Wait, have you not? Oh, Dave has not. Dave, what's your recommendation? Please, Dave, show us the recommendation. Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. League of Legends. Six. Right, six. Yeah, Skyrim? they're gonna, they're coming up on six. Skyrim was six. Was Actually, Skyrim was five. So what are you talking about? The new, the new Sky, the new Elder Scrolls six is ah, supposed to take place. Hammerfell. Uh, Hammerfell. It, they, have, they haven't really specified actually, but Hammerfell. he did say that. What's his fucking name? That ran Todd 76. Howard. Yeah, Todd um, Howard. 
He said that it's supposed to take you 10 years to play it. Todd the Rod Howard. (laughs) Okay. 10 years into the future. Yeah, he's full of shit. Um, No, I I actually... I don't I don't have like much of a disbelief for this one here because like he did lead us wrong for uh Fallout 76. But whenever yeah. they made and Skyrim, Fallout 4 and, well maybe, and everything else he's ever had maybe a little bit. But um whenever they did uh Skyrim, it was so broad and so well laid out that like they didn't expect the modders, the modding community and the players to be able to st- Stay with this game. It came out in 2011 in November. 11, and, 11, 11. Yeah, 11, yeah. 11, 11. Make a wish. And, um, <coughs> That's crazy. Sorry, I, I have to cut you off because we have to get Dave's yeah, recommendation. There, there were a lot of games that came in for it, but uh, the, <laughs> yeah. he he did say that the Elder Scrolls Six though, should, based on what they did with Skyrim, they expect people to spend 10 years playing this game, including modding and things like that. Wow, they're so, kind of yeah. right, too. But anyways, to continue uh, well, with what your yeah, recommendation sorry. should be. I'll keep well, my we, short and sweet. It's only because we've been like at this for like three hours. We at this have point. been doing this for three hours yeah. and four minutes. Yeah, we have to go. We have to finish. <laughs> is, is, is that a record? Yeah, yeah we. Have, it's, it's up there. It's, it's not pretty the, close. It's the most, but I'm it's sorry. Uh, I you am... should be you <laughs> disgusting animal. <laughs> <laughs> so gamers, eh? You guys know this disgusting thing that I'm gamers. about to recommend. You guys have both seen it, Tyler. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I think you probably have. Godfather I, Part I, Two. <laughs> oh, I was gonna go with is three. It, uh, Funny thing about Godfather, there's three, three of, of them. them. Three of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you guys, uh, I think, have all seen it. It's a, I've it's heard a of it. YouTube series. <laughs> it's called Henry's Kitchen. Yeah, nope, and I, I love it. This is. I, so I've seen like one episode. Much. This thing, I'm telling you invest the time to watch as many of these episodes as you can. What it is is a dude doing ostensibly what looks like a cooking show. Like, this is Henry's Kitchen, and here's how to make guacamole. Here's how to make pierogies. Here's how to make a chocolate donut. But. But. Is this what we watched the other day? Yes. The thing thing I put in the Chromecast the other day. So. What it is is a guy who, like, the editing is bad. There's long cuts where he doesn't seem to know the camera's on. And he's <laughs> scratching his head or rearranging his hair. Um, he does everything, everything in these videos poorly. Like, <laughs> including, like... And he knows he does them poorly. Well, the thing is, the creator knows he does it poorly. The The character that he's playing seems yeah. to be... <laughs> Sorry. Can you, can you shut the fuck up for one minute? I'm oh, sorry. I, cra- I sneezed so hard. My back cracked in like two places. <laughs> no one cares. I know that sneeze, and it's a great sneeze. Oh, man. So, yeah, like the one dude, person cares. The dude literally, like, he can't cut anything evenly. He can't make it's anything all at well. angles and weird Every, shit. Everything's yeah. like he'll fuck up and then he'll be digging through what he just made to pull out seeds and shit. Like, he, like he can't do anything right. Um, and it's all, like, layered with this subtext of, like, Henry is very alone and no one loves him. And he is just like, he's like, it's so sad. There's a song that he sings in several episodes under the uh, pseudonym Jose Suicidio. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Who is, he, cred- <laughs> he credits all the music in the show to Jose Suicidio, but it's obviously him. Oh and there's a song God. about him singing that. Essentially, the lyrics are, she was my only true love, the only thing I ever needed, but now she's dead and buried. 
beneath the willow tree. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. So some he, conjuring level he just, stuff here. He suddenly drops. Maybe I killed this woman and dropped her underneath a willow tree. Like how fucking weird this is. So watch Henry's Kitchen. It is so good. It's such a great series. Um, I think this guy has been in a handful of things that you might know. If you watch Silicon Valley, he was the dude in the server room when they uh, bought a ton of servers, and he was the dude that like lived in the dungeon of servers. I don't oh know. my god, that was yeah. him! Yeah, the dude that with I the know. Who, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That's the guy. Oh my god, um, I blame you, Brady. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so watch Henry's Kitchen. It's really funny. It's really sad. It's uh, it, if if you like uh, if you like stuff that's like <laughs> so sad it's funny, this is that thing. Hey, uh, what's our time right now? Uh, about 3.08, probably. 3.08? Yeah, probably about 3.05, actually. Take a look. Let, let me know exactly the time. 3.07.40. That so is officially close. the longest three-dude cast we've ever done. <laughs> oh! No you're shit. welcome, motherfucker. The, what, the, have, what have we learned? The previous episode. <laughs> we're, we're a we're bunch hurt. of nerds. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck have we learned? Uh, I learned that daddy's belt gets better with age. I did too. I learned fuck the police, foil Pokemon cards worth it. I, I learned Crooked Tyler Hawkins, we need to lock him up, we need to get him the fuck out of here. I, I, learned, I learned fuck uh, Arugula. <laughs> I learned on second thought they're not worth grandma. I learned I had two thumbs in my ass. Fuck Arugula. Uh, I learned Dave's grandparents were the the fucking raddest and had a pinball machine in their basement. Yes. I learned yeah. uh, Shinobi 3 is God and all other Sega Genesis games suck. I learned that Ralph Bear fought for your right to bear arms. I learned that <laughs> tennis is useless. <laughs> uh, I learned that we can get off on an insane tangent when we have the right topic and enough beer. Mm. And uh, WWE is fucking garbage yes. and needs to be replaced. I, get rid of it. I learned that I want to bend an Atari arcade machine over and slap its ass a little. With with my belt. I learned that you oh really want to fuck Pong. <laughs> uh, I learned battle chess involves chess pieces brutally eating each other alive. <laughs> I learned that Grandma wants you to gamble. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Uh, is that everything? How's Peter Stinklage doing? Can we give a guy? quick shout-out to Peter Stinklage? Peter Stinklage. What a fucking trooper. Let's this let him dude. out of there. No, I'm going to take, take, take him outside. Take a photo and let I'm him go. go. Take a photo of Peter Stinklage. After we're done, I'm going to take him outside. But for now, I'm going to yeah. take a nice little For the record, the previous record for... photo. Get him out. Get him out. Nice and close. For the record, the previous record for longest three dudes episode was the season two episode four episode with Christie entitled Dangerously Polish, in which I recommended Schindler's List and everybody made fun everyone, of me. Everyone laughed because we were all drunk and tired. Um, ben, you have decided on what your topic will be for the debate. What is it? The topic is that uh, oh, that in, in next to hockey, bowling is the best professional sport to spectate on television. That is exactly what I was going for when I proposed this debate. Uh, exactly I really, the kind really of thing wish I, I could have debated this one. Do you have yours? I do have mine. I'm not sure how controversial it is. But mine is, despite the fact that people are always saying they want to be children again, being an adult is infinitely better Worse. in 2019 oh. than being a child in, in 1992. I will debate you on this. Oh, I have so many things I want to discuss. With you I, on I, I ju <laughs> just for the record, my debate topic was that country music uh, songwriters yeah. and country music songs yeah. are the best examples of songwriting. 40. 
ever in I'm, popular music. I, I'm so going to pit you against you, yourself. You know what? I, I came up with a counterpoint today. Okay. So now we have the lines. The battle lines are drawn for this debate. I really yes. wish I could have been part of this because I actually do have a topic. Uh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see okay, what happens I, I, the next I, time we have a Tuesday. Can, can I mention my topic real quick? Well, in case sure. The next I'm curious what your opinion If there is, if there is a guest and they want to use this topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> muscle car era versus super modern car era. Which is to say what? Like, what's so, your like, if you were to, like, I don't know shit about if, cars. If you, if you were to pit a McLaren versus, like, a... N- 66 Mustang yes, or but, GTO. But what's your opinion? Like, so, what would the angle be? You have to take, you have to take a you side. Have to take a no, no, I am of the opinion of the muscle car era. Agreed. And mm, I want to know whether certain people want, like, are laying on certain sides of the field. Mm. So, like, <laughs> there, there, now there are certain, like, that's that's for the dis- that's for the dis- right, exactly yeah yeah <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna get into it so I don't so we have do our dis- we have our defensible positions we have our debate topic lined out I'm thinking it's we'll not gonna, artillery I'm right thinking now. there's no way to make your argument so I will draw up rules for the debate when it's time for my topic to come through <laughs> I will have it all set we will be prepared uh, the next time on the three dude cast I don't know when that will be. Um, we might be doing D&D next Tuesday. We might be doing my right. topic, but we have our battle lines drawn. Yeah. So please be prepared. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me, no, let me, let no, me be clear. clear. Please allow me to be clear. Please, we stop please. for a moment. Yeah, me get to him clear. out of here. We don't want a Jewish guy in Hold office. on just a minute. Hold on just a minute. Hold Morty. on. Uh, let me be clear. So my question is, we're all going to debate, uh, debate, debate this on one episode, right? Like we it's are. all sure. it's one, one episode, one big fucking throwdown. Three dudes debate yeah. a three dude special. Yeah, <laughs> all right, lots of liquor. <clears throat> we might beat the longest uh, episode if that happens. We might. <laughs> I will set out guidelines and a timer and rules for this. Very. Oh good. shit! So very good. All right. So, Prepare yourself. So in, look forward to that, everybody. And if you've made it this long into this drunken, debaucherous <laughs> rampage down memory I'm lane, so, thank so you sorry. so much for thank listening you so to much. the three dudes. We love show. you so much and continue listening. Thank you for coming on, Tyler. We love you. We well, love you. Buddy. I don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week or two weeks or whatever. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>